Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Hey! Hello, hello, hello. Why are you laughing already? I don't know, man. Because we're talking about messed up movies of the 90s? Yeah, already, just to let the people in on what I've been dealing with, I, I walked in here after getting tea, and these guys are looking at old 90s movies that are really messed up, <laughs> all of which have dead cats as the cast characters, uh. so... Thanks a lot. Oh, now, how'd we get into it? That Ooh. wasn't on purpose. We didn't know that. Talking about movies of yesteryear. Oh, uh, you Just know what? messed up 90s movies. We were in the kitchen, and we were talking about different movies, and uh, Rafe said that somebody, when anytime somebody says, hey, you got any movies that I should watch that I haven't seen? <laughs> he suggests this random, totally off-the-wall, very messed up movie. Yeah, Gummo. Gummo, yeah. You guys should. It's a real tearjerker. You yeah, I, should. I saw it. So it came out in 97. I remember seeing it around that time. Yeah. It was from the guy who made Kids. Yes. It was Harmony Corinne's second film. Uh, he made Kids. He made uh, Beach Bum. He made Spring Break. Uh, but this was one of his earlier films. And uh, I don't know. It was uh, It was one of those ones that once you see it, you can't unsee it. And you just want other people to see it so they can feel yeah, what you yeah, felt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you suggest that movie to somebody... You know, an hour and a half later, they call you up and go, "What the hell? Why did you?" Thought do we this? were friends, man. <laughs> are, are you Are you okay? <laughs> I, I kind of get now. I, I am. Think. Tell me how you feel while it's raw. No, I just looked up the. Uh, and that's funny. He always gives him the sell too. He's like, "Oh man, yeah, you should you should watch Gummo. That'd, that'd be great. Look, let me know what you think." Oh, like, oh dude, you loved Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> should watch love- Gummo. Okay. Oh, Titanic. You know what other movie you love? Gummo. Uh, Gummo, they say. The character-driven film takes place in a small Ohio town that is devastated by a tornado and the financial ruin that came along with it. Characters casually commit crimes, <laughs> some driven by desperation, others by boredom. Stylistically, it's not quite as abnormal as Julian Donkey Boy, which is another movie which what? is on this list I just looked up. Yeah. Okay. Also a weird movie. But the subject matter presented is just as grotesque if not more so. Yeah, I looked up a list of the 
Let me see. It is the strangest 90s movies ever made. My response to his his gummo that he tells friends, uh, you know, to, to watch this movie. I don't really... I don't want to trick anybody to see this movie, but if people are looking for something crazy, the craziest, weirdest thing I've ever seen was 1993's... You're Bad, not better than me. Bad Boy Bubby. Which is on the same list as Gummo, which I just, <laughs> yeah. which not, I just looked up. I'm not saying that's a bad move. I've never seen Gummo. Maybe, maybe that'd be one I would send. Uh, but no, bad, it's not good. Bad, it's, it's, it's a thing I do. Is It's a joke for me. <laughs> like, oh, your kids love Moana? <laughs> well, they'd love Bad Boy Bubby. Pop Gummo in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, listen to listen to this synopsis. Bad boy Bubby. Okay. Is, if speaking of Forrest Gump, it is Forrest Gump on violent mushrooms. So the main character Bubby has been kept prisoner in his home by his own mother for almost his entire life. And he's like in his forties. <clears throat> One day Bubby escapes and begins experiencing life in the outside world, causing a lot of trouble as he enters the public for the first time. Yes. Over 30 directors of photography worked on this movie, and the different stylistic choices are evident from scene to scene. Upon its release. The film created a lot of controversy due to its depictions of animal cruelty, which led to international bans and boycotts. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, it's but wild. has since experienced a resurgence of appreciation, and some now consider it to be a modern classic of Australian cinema. Huh. It is wild. All I know is the audio, the way that, I guess I didn't know that about the different cinematographers and different things, but every like environment he goes into, the film just looks very different. Well, yeah, I mean, just watching the trailer. It's Messed up. If you ain't ready for that, don't do it. Like dark. It's yeah. dark. All right, see if you saw any it's of these hard. movies. So this is from this list. Strangest 90s movies ever made. Uh, Lost Highway. What's that? That's that was David Lynch. Was that Nine Inch Nails on that? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Patricia Arquette. Bill Pullman, maybe? Yes, Bill Pullman's That's in number that. one? I don't know if it's in any order. I don't know if this is any, any or, like, What's we almost messed up. What's yeah. the uh, s s synopsis of that? I don't remember. I watched it. I think I went to the Tivoli and saw that. Um, but I don't remember anything about it except it was just very strange. Uh, Bill Pullman struggling to save his crumbling marriage while simultaneously being stalked in his own home. Huh? And that's the number one? That's odd. Man. Yeah, it was, it, I remember seeing it, again, years ago. Like, it's one, it's one of David Lynch's first. Is it worth it? Do you remember if it's uh, worth it? Soundtrack's worth it. The soundtrack is great. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, then you got Pi, 1998. That was a trip. That was a trip. Who did that? that? that That's Darren Ar oh, Aronofsky. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Same dude that did Memento, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, Memento was done by Christopher Nolan. Yeah, that's right. Darren Aronofsky was... Uh, Ernest Goes to Camp. I thought they were related in some way. Maybe not, but it's... Maybe they're cousins. It's weird. I what saw that. What did Aronofsky do? He did some really weird stuff. Most recently, that movie Mother. Black Swan? Did Pi, he do that? Pi was Aronofsky. What else did he do? Darren Aronofsky. Um, he's done a lot. Major League. Major League. <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Oh, that's goes. right. Yeah, I knew yeah. it was one of those. We, we all go, ah, yeah. I said memento. Now we're connecting the dots. From Dusk Till Dawn is on this list. That was good. Is that George Clooney? Uh, yeah, he's got that giant neck tattoo. Mm, mm, okay. I didn't think that one was Wasn't that it? weird. That kind of fun. Weird. It was very Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. it was a Tarantino uh, film. Robert Rodriguez, Clooney, Quentin Tarantino, Harvey Keitel. Oh, Salma it? Hayek is the stripper. Oh, my God, gorgeous. That Does brings... that count as one of Tarantino's films, or was he just a producer and Rodriguez directed it? Rodriguez directed it. Yeah, but that brings down the respect level of this list a little bit. 
Because mm, it's too common. Tapped, yeah. Top yeah, because it's kind of a silly, fun movie. Right. I mean, it ain't no gummo. It did feel like two movies. <laughs> what do you mean? Just like uh, the, the which, I mean, spoiler alert, this movie's from the 90s, but... Like, the vampires 96. get introduced, like, midway through the film. Oh, oh, I see. You know? yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah. kind of felt like you were watching a... Crime movie. Crime Tarantino bank oh, robbery written, movie. It was it. written by Tarantino. Rodriguez yeah. directed it. Uh, Julian Donkey Boy, never heard of that. Gummo. That one's weird. Naked Lunch. Oh, no. 91? What is that? 1991's Naked Lunch. Please That's describe. David Cronenberg. Uh, the film in particular is based on William S. Burroughs' novel of the same name. In the film, bug exterminator Bill Lee welcomes addicted, oh, becomes addicted to the chemicals he uses for work, causing him to have hallucinations of sexually graphic typewriters and talking bugs that tell him to kill his wife. Whoa. Whoa. It's got a cool poster. The film is uh, full of creepy and unsettling scenes, and every time you think it can't get stranger, it does just that. And Peter Weller. Dang. Isn't, isn't that RoboCop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. I got to see that. Julian Sands is in it. Uh, wow. You know what? I'm going to say this. really cool. I don't, think it, I don't think a movie, I don't think a film should be on this list if the trailer can't be played <laughs> right now. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like the Tarantino one, I'm sure we could play the trailer. Oh, yeah. That Gummo one, we can't play that trailer. We can't. There's too much cursing. There's dead cast. There's nudity. There's all sorts of weird stuff. Uh-huh. You can't uh, play the trailer anybody bad seen boy Brain buddy? Scan? No. Brain Scan. Brain Scan from 1994. That's that on this list. That sounds familiar. That sounds like a late night cinema. I think that's on Is HBO it, Max right now. A horror film? Uh, looks like that. Uh, Brain Scan is an early exploration of the potential dangers of virtual reality gaming. Oh, yeah. I oh. remember this. I remember this. <laughs> Edward Furlong. Do you, do you remember this this uh, this poster? This is poster. reminiscent of multiple Black Mirror episodes. This was around wow. the time like Lawnmower Man and all 94. those. Ninety four, Lawnmower Man, yeah. Do, do, yeah. You, do you remember that like whole that whole genre that was just like just dumping movies on us? The, the Lawnmower Man, Brain Scan. Yeah. Um, I, I could virtuosity. I could virtuosity. Was that Denzel and Russell? Sid. Virtuosity was uh, a white discussion from live was on that soundtrack. Somebody needs to be the uh, the antagonist from Brain Scan for Halloween this year because this guy's costume and special effects yeah. makeup is spectacular. Dang. He looks awesome. You'll spend your entire this. party telling everyone who you are. Yes, <laughs> which is a sign of a great costume. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and they have uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas on this list. Yeah, Ghost in the Machine. Ghost in the Machine, The Relic. There was like a whole, when the internet first came out, and started going into every home. The mid '90s came out with like a lot of these like dystopian internet tales mm -hmm. that were came with the rudimentary understanding of what the internet was. Do you know what I mm -hmm. mean? Like, oh, hey, you know what? Careful. Maybe it was a look into the future. Maybe go back to some of those movies, watch them, and go, huh? Some of that stuff is true now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. A lawnmower could kill me. Some of that stuff is true now. Yeah, 1992's Lawnmower Man. It was all these. It was all these like sci-fi horror splits. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like but, psychological. They were all like psychological. Yeah, they were all rated fives or six out of ten. Mm -hmm. and that's you knew exactly yeah, what you were going to get. That's a decent movie. But yeah, exactly. You you flip by it, and only ten minutes has gone by on on Showtime or whatever. You're like, and this, and that's your I'll only watch. option. Yeah, I'll watch this. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have Netflix or Hulu. Like this is what was on. Here, here's Lawnmower Man for the fourth time this week. This is week. what HBO was feeding you. Mm -hmm. 
and you're going to eat it, and you're going <laughs> to like it because it's the only thing. Yeah, and if you stay up late enough, we'll follow this with Hellraiser again. This is, you know what that was back then, back in the 90s, was me telling my kids, what am I, a short order cook? This is what you're eating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want you want grilled cheese? Uh-uh, no, we're having, we're having chicken tonight. This is what you're eating. Mm. I'm not going back in the kitchen and making you something else. You're watching Lawnmower Man. Yes. <laughs> but if you stay with us long enough, eight months after it comes out, we will show you species. Eventually, you'll get... Which is great. Eventually, yeah, you'll get uh, grilled cheese. <laughs> It'll come up in the rotation. Natasha Hinstridge. Gorgeous. I don't care what she is. You know, all right, so thinking about <laughs> thinking about back cheese. in the 90s. So, you what year did you graduate? 99. 99. What year did you graduate? 03. 03. Rafe, 96. Class of 96. Blah, blah. <laughs> Uh, hopefully next year I'll finally graduate. Pretty right, excited excellent. for that. About a 20 years. When'd you get here. your GED? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get it. You'll get it one day. Yeah. So do you think? And just what you know, we're just waxing nostalgic about the 90s. Do you think that life is going by slowly or quickly? Right now. Listen, there's there's a reason why there's a lot of small talk based on things like, can you believe it's June already? Yeah, because we're hitting our point. Right and now. it's not its not often that you hear people say stuff like, it feels like it's been June forever. Right. I mean, we're, we're hitting that point in our lives where we're, uh, we're in nature's pocket. So right now, would you to... say it feels like time in your life is passing quickly or slowly? Quickly. Right now. Quickly. I mean, quickly. the only thing I have to compare it to is the rest of my life. And comparatively, it's far quicker now. Yeah, for sure. The days were so long when I was a kid. Like I feel like get, getting to be getting to eighteen. Couldn't wait to get, be eighteen. I felt like it was an eternity to get, yeah. become eighteen. And then after you hit twenty one, I feel like it's now I'm thirty eight. Okay, yeah. so at what? So twenty one for you, life started moving quickly. Yes. I think at twenty one it picked up its pace. Uh I think now it's moving very quickly for me. Mm-hmm. Very quickly. Would you say life is going quickly or slowly, Rafe? Yeah, I think quickly. I think everything's relative to your time spent on Earth, you know? When you're a kid, you've only got, you're eight, you've only got seven years to compare to, you know? And you're like, you're waiting, you're under the thumb of your parents' rules, and you can't wait to, you have all of these things you've projected of what life is going to be, and then slowly (laughs) reality takes over. Getting to your twenties, still moving pretty slow, a little quicker, and then you hit your thirties, and dude, it's like you're in hyperspeed. Yeah, it really is. The weeks are flying by. And I wonder, like, I don't have kids, so I'm surprised. Like, children have not slowed it down. Do you feel like once you had kids, like now they're oh my gosh, they were babies now. I mean, my son's going to high school. Right? Did that fly for you? Or yes. Yeah, yeah. That's it, so oh, kids don't yeah. slow it down. Speeds it up. Mm. Speeds it up. Wh- sure. Speeds it way up. Yeah, because mm. because you you <laughs> now for a hundred new reasons. You want it to slow down. Yeah. Now you now you're going. Oh man, I want to stay. I want to freeze this right here. And my wife and I have said that a few times these last couple of years. Like, oh, if we could only freeze this. And I'm sure every parent has said that at some point. And then as soon as you say that and think that, you, that's your focal point. It's it's lightning fast, mm. man. Lightning fast. Yeah, most people say life is life is time is flying by fairly quickly. Yeah. Now I have to figure out how to list and organize the things that I need to do today before the hours close up hmm. you know now like i'm focused on organizing things yeah. so i can maximize right the yeah. short you know the short time well, so i know it's all relative to what yeah i'm like during covid times it felt like it slowed down that felt like a moment you hit like a cosmic speed bump in hyperspace 
and time slowed down for me where I was like, oh, my God, what? where am I? I couldn't tell if I was nine years old or 75 years old. <laughs> like, you get, you know, well, that months. Also, I didn't know what month it was. That was also the can't wait to get out of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that going to happen? That's, that's what I mean. It's the... That felt most like being a little kid to me, where you're like sitting in the yard, like I can't wait till there's no rules, and I can just ride my bike all over town, you yeah. know. And it's like, there's times you got like stuck in the yard during the day that felt like the day was two years long mm -hmm. because you're just like, man, I'm bored. You're digging a hole with a stick. <laughs> I've already Whatever. watched Tiger King. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm digging a hole with a stick. My this best friend's on vacation this week, so I'm all by myself. Yeah. This is me. Digging a hole with a stick. It's come down to this. This is it. I've watched time. I got long. to the end of Netflix, dude. I just scrolled <laughs> and Netflix was like, this is it. Time is basically, has you basically did it. stopped. <laughs> yeah, you got to the end. Yeah, where Netflix is just a blank screen. Same with Instagram. I scrolled back through Instagram and I'm like, no one has. We're out of pictures. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny though. It, it is like a cliche saying, Especially when you have your first kid. Hey, blink, and, and it's going to be, you know, the kid's out of the house. Yeah, every parent before you tries to give you that warning, and it's never heated. Hey, man, enjoy enjoy it. Until then, you're warning the next... Hey, man, enjoy it. The next batch. Enjoy this phase. Mm. Yeah, there are certain phases of, of fatherhood and, and parenthood you can't wait to get out of. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, now my, my little boy's going to high school, and... and August. You're inching towards dad and son apartment, though. I mean, like... We're getting there. We're wow. getting there. I keep uh, warning the ladies in my house, hey, me and the boy, we're getting an apartment. Right. And I'm thinking of I'm thinking of pulling the trigger on that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Thinking of pulling the trigger on that. But, uh, yeah, and he's he's 14. And uh, when was the... Uh, when was the... What was the age of your first summer job? 15. I think 15 was mine. My first summer job was 15. Oh. Where I think my parents put my foot, oh, put their foot down. Are you, do you include like mowing yards and all that stuff, or an uh, actual steady. job where you go apply well, for? Well, it you actually you... had a steady, steady job. Yeah, like a steady summer job. Mine was thirteen. Wow. Yeah, I got hired oh, 13, at CC's huh? Pizza. Oh, they hired you at thirteen. Yeah, my mom had to come in and sign some papers, and I couldn't work more than I forgot how many hours a week. And and then Missouri that year passed a law, like because I'd worked there during the school year. And some nights would be like 10 whenever they'd close, you know, and I'd be closing up and all this with, you know, still middle school or high school, wherever it was. And, uh, and uh, Missouri passed a law that year. It's like if you're under the age of 18, you can't work past like 8 o'clock. Yeah, or you can't work past certain hours. Yeah. You can't work over a certain amount of hours during the week. Mm -hmm. uh, except if you, uh, it's farm labor where all, there are no rules. There are no, yeah. <laughs> there are no, related. there are no rules. Exactly. That was my first job at 12. I worked for a local farmer, and it was baling hay Yay. all summer, hard work, and the pay was trash. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like two bucks an hour or something. Wow. I mean, it's a lot of money when you're 12. Yes, of course. But it's like you work a eight-hour day, and he's like, here's 14 bucks. <laughs> it was like that scene in Napoleon Dynamite where, yeah. they're, you know, they're working on the farm and the chicken house. Oh, yeah. And uh, the guy hands him change. Yeah. At the end of the day. <laughs> They're eating eggs for lunch. Yeah. yeah. I was 13 or 14. It was at a country club. Wasn't in Crestwood. Wasn't in Kirkwood. It was in Sunset Hills. <laughs> and uh, it was not fun. It was not fun. Because I, I was at the mercy 
of whoever it was I was caddying yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it was five bucks. You get five wow. bucks for nine holes. Jeez. And seven bucks for 18 holes or something like that. So and carrying then, somebody's bags in the summer at 90, hours. 95 degrees out. Hours and hours. And you're doing, and you're, no shade. You're raking sand traps. You're telling them how many yards it is. I mean, you're doing like, I mean, you study. You had a regular caddyshack over here. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> we had wildly different childhoods. The, the day I quit, <laughs> well, I'd never been in a country club before except for to work. And uh, the, the day I quit was the day that uh, I came in and my buddy goes, oh, my gosh, I just did nine holes. And this guy gave me like 200 bucks or 500 bucks or something like that, like hundreds of dollars. Oh, he got the whale. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sweet. Oh, I just picked up 18. OK, cool. Go out with this guy. His two people that he's with, they don't want a caddy. But you can't take a cart. They didn't want a cart. So basically, I'm caddying for three guys now because I'm doing all their dirty work out there. Five, nine holes goes by. I'm like, oh, cool. That's five bucks. Maybe maybe I'm going to get 100 bucks today or 50 bucks or something. And then uh, <coughs> he gives me, at the end, I, we go 18 holes, five hours. This guy was slow poking it. He gives me a Gatorade. And that's it. Wow. Oh, that's flavor. your. That's your. That's it. That's your tip. It was red. I don't even like the red. One. <laughs> like that's your tip is Gatorade. I think he gave me what Gatorade a as a tip, and I was just like, "Oh, what do I do here? I gotta go." And yeah. I just walked out. And that was uh, it. I think I'm done with this. I think I'm done being at the whim of rich people. Well, yeah. do you remember how much you made at that first job? Oh yeah, I, I've seen it. SSA.gov. You can see how much your annual wages were five hundred something dollars. Well, I know my my first job. My my parents uh, uh, were friendly with a landscaping guy, and he. I was his weed whack guy for that summer. Nice. Very hot summer, off the books. So I don't remember how much I made. Do you do you vividly remember the job though, like the actual job? Oh yeah, I mean, I I've had a hundred jobs in between that I don't really vividly. Oh yeah, remember. no, I, I remember. remember that guy's face. I remember his clubs. Yep. Who has Fila clubs? I remember when all my friends were still sleeping. The, the truck would come, pick me up at sunup. Mm. That should have been your first clue. There wasn't a tip coming. Feel a club? Yeah. And we try to get all the work done before you know the uh, the hot afternoon. You know, sun was out. Yeah. You remember the smells? Of I that remember first the smell. Yeah. That, oh yeah. Uh, of of fresh cut grass on a on a cool summer morning with the dew still on the grass yeah. and the smell of uh, gasoline going into the mowers and the and the. Blower backpacks. Oh, yeah. Takes me right there. Anytime I go into Bella, because I worked at the Bellasinos on Lee May when I was 15. I was dishwasher and then upgraded to making pizzas and grinders and stuff. And, and I still go in there from time to time and get a grinder. And the minute I walk in, I mean, it looks exactly the same. The smell of their bread takes me back. I mean, and I, I loved it. They had, like, really great awesome. food. And it was, it was a good place to have a first job, for sure. Yeah, I don't remember how much I made. I do. How much I made? How much did yeah, I make? Like- I do. <laughs> how much did you make? Two dollars and fourteen cents an hour. Ooh, I remember specifically you. that was such a weird amount of change. Right. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you how much. Because I have the average hourly rate for a teenage worker now. Oh no! Prepare oh, summer worker. Wait. So so you were on minimum wage, right? Or, ha- or uh, I don't. When I worked for landscaping. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, maybe, I have no idea. Well, some of those jobs had to do minimum wage. The reason I was they, off. I was off the books. The reason was, they didn't have to for me because it was one of those, you know, like a like a service kind yeah. of thing. And oh, I'm like a, like a waiter or waitress. Yeah, and I'm assuming yours was was. We had similar. We were both in the country club. You were in an actual country club, and I was <laughs> out in the country, and I was in his club, probably yeah. holding a club. I was in the farmers <laughs> club, and he decided what the pay was. And man, I I I had hay fever. I have allergies. 
but it's like no one cared in the 90s. So right. it's was like, I was just like a ball of snot when I'd get home. I'd be oh. up in the barn throwing hay bales, Terrible. throwing, putting up straw. Jeez. I remember vividly. And how old were you? 12 years old. So that two and change, was that like a million bucks to you? I just remember it was a lot of money to me because I was very poor and like I never had like an allowance really, but it was like, I do remember doing the math in my head, kind of like Moon said when he, I went, I had to go to the farmer's house at the end of the week and ask for my pay. My mom drove me up there. I remember it vividly and he like counted it out and I think he took money out. I do think looking back, like he took the 14 cents was like to cover taxes or something. So it ended up. Yeah, because you were declared on Yeah, he rolled it back to like two bucks or something. And I just remember him counting out. I made like 18 bucks oh. and some change. Yeah, because he, like, he had a payroll man, department. I am beat. I was so tired. And like, I remember he had a conveyor belt that he would run the machine and it was air conditioned. And he'd run this conveyor belt up into the barn we were in. It'd get hot in those barns, dude. This is oh, midsummer. Yeah. It's probably 100 degrees in the loft of a barn. And you're surrounded in insulating hay. Yeah. And it was wires. Dry and And dusty. they're bailed with wire. They yep. didn't. Some of them were twine. Straw, they'd use twine, but it was usually metal wire. And we had a break, and his wife would bring Kentucky Fried Chicken and lemonade out and feed us. And, like, was nothing on a hot summer day like a belly full of fried chicken yeah, yeah. <laughs> to really get the greasy, work yeah to really greasy, get the workforce moving chicken and i left my gloves down there on a break and i remember having i was barehanded and i was like hey he was on the conveyor belt and i'm just like hey i forgot my gloves and he goes not my problem oh. and he made me work for like an hour and he's like get him on your next break and i just remember being like man f this guy dang that's 18 bucks so you're up in that i remember being so mad about it but i mean i guess He's like, I'm not paying you to come down the ladder and get your gloves, you know? So you're up in that hayloft, probably, you know, all these hay particles. Everywhere. Swirling oh, yeah. around. You probably, probably took years off your life. Oh, dude, I was sneezing so hard. <laughs> my, probably I, deadly spiders. It was like me and my cousin. And my cousin was really, he was better at it. He was like a couple years older. And he was like kind of a, way more stout than I was at 12. And so I was trying to keep up with him. You know how it is. Like you're up there with your cousin. So it's like, I don't want to be the lazy guy. I just remember being like, man, this is hard. Dude, for 18 bucks, which is like 40 minutes at the arcade. Yeah. If yeah. It, 18 oh, yeah. bucks a week. Foo boy. Bob, wait I mean, till I tell you what, what the average what the average hourly <laughs> rate is for like a teenage worker in the summer. First of all, um, there's a there's a teen hiring report which which analyzes data from like three hundred thousand small businesses and mid sized businesses around the country. And they found employers are, are yeah, we're really looking for, for the summer, 15 to 19-year-olds to fill the labor gap. Mm -hmm. So there is a need for workers this summer across the board. Definitely. The number one job for a teenager this summer, can you guess? Is it uh, retail? No. You say fast food? No, Lo where you could possibly make the most money. Oh, oh social okay. media director? No. Oh, I was going to say lifeguard. I think it's lifeguard. Lifeguard. Oh man, there is a need for lifeguards. Yeah, my, wow. my daughter does that. She runs. She runs a pool. I bet you she makes decent money. She's done well. I mean, she's done well for numerous summers. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you she she makes decent money. Well, isn't it like you can charge the family if the kid's drowning or something? You're like, hey, fifty bucks. I'll make sure this kid survives. You're like, okay. <laughs> no, they dock your pay fifty yeah. bucks if a kid if you lose oh, a kid really on your cash. watch. Oh, I had no idea. No, but I mean, so if you if you really climb that ladder right, you're not just lifeguarding. You can manage pools and different things, and 
if you're a great swimmer, you can give swim lessons. Sure. There's, there's a lot of swim lesson stuff in there. So lifeguards, camp counselors, cashiers, servers, golf caddies, swim instructors, retail workers, those are the top jobs that are that are being, you know, that businesses are looking yeah. to, to fill. The camp counselor thing, man, if you got a teenager who's looking for a job, I would suggest that 100%. Not just because it's fun and you get outside and whatever. That is a skill builder that you don't even realize is a skill builder. So I was a I was a camp counselor for years there, and then was a camp director. And running the running it running the camps as a director, you realize okay, I'm in charge of you know 225 kids, but I'm also in charge of about 11 counselors. Sometimes first year counselors. A lot of times you are giving these young people like tips on how to communicate, and sometimes they're the shyest kids that come in, and when they leave camp, they're, they're much more of a leader, because now they're in a leadership position. They're in a position of responsibility. Uh, when I was a camp counselor the one summer, uh, I'm surprised they didn't wind up in jail. Okay, well, oh, no. okay. <laughs> well, that never happened. You're teaching your kids life lessons? Um, yeah. I was teaching my counselors. I did none of that. I smoked cigarettes in the woods and let the kids run wild. <laughs> that, <Yeah. laughs> that matches with who you are. Yes. I was teaching my counselors yeah. how, to, how to be leaders. That's awesome. And my buddy, Matt, who's probably listening, who, who lives out in North Carolina now, we were both <laughs> camp counselors. We both had two groups. Yeah. And Matt and I would combine groups and just go in the woods and smoke cigarettes. Oh, nice. While the kids cool just guys. ran around. <laughs> okay. Well, you probably, the, the boys that, and girls that watched you do that, you have impacted their lives. They're like, that's well, it was who like I want to be. It was, right. like a, it was like an all-boys camp. Oh, okay. So, you, so the buses came in the morning. Lord of the Flies, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, so it was at a, it was at a big uh, like a camp, uh, like out in the woods. Uh huh. So the buses would come in the morning, drop off the kids, and everybody would, you know, the kids would go to their their counselors. I remember the kids used to line up and wait for the counselors to take them to their first activity, which was like rotated around. Like it could be you know swimming first, and then after swimming you'd go to arts and crafts. Yep. And then you go to archery, and then you go to lunch, and then you yeah. go to the next day. So you rotate it around. So we'd go to the first activity, and then in between the first and second activity, we'd Matt and I would our groups would meet up. We would never show up to the next to the next thing. You kidding, <laughs> honey? Dude. How was summer camp? It was weird. That's wild. You're responsible wild. for I, all these kids. I, like twenty kids. <laughs> Think about sending yes. your kids to camp, and and you're their counselor. The, the, that version of you is their kind. I'd be furious. That's what I'm saying. You'd lose your mind. I would be furious. You're, you're paying for this. I don't know how typical. much money these parents spent. I just see you leaning on a tree in like a aviator sunglasses and a bucket hat. <laughs> taking a long drag. Yeah, he's got a Kangol cap. Taking a long drag off of a parliament. <laughs> he's got a Kangol cap. And, and, yeah. There, and there was no oversight. None. We yeah. never got written up. Nobody cared. So it's basically wet, hot American summer. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't a it wasn't a sleepaway camp. It was a day camp. Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> it was it was a day camp, so the kids would go home. I took my job seriously. It was it was it was a big deal. It's a big deal. I, I was, was in charge an, of I was hundreds of children. I was angsty. Yeah. It was the. It How was old the, were you? Nineteen ninety five. You're seventeen or eighteen by this point. Uh, I was still in high school, so nineteen ninety five. Yeah, that's funny. that tracks. Nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety six, something like that. Thanks. One of those, one of those years. Why did Horrible. you even sign up for this job? Because my buddy Matt, he was like, just was like, hey man, it. I got this job as a camp counselor. All right. <laughs> They're looking for people. Okay. Okay. Did you have to wear like a weird uniform? Uh, I believe there was a staff shirt. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, and it says with a whistle staff on the back. Mm-hmm. I believe. No, I didn't have a whistle. Oh, a counselor, dang. counselor. I did have back. a clipboard. Nice. 
That's one of those few shirts that, you know, like when you went to day camp and you saw. That he used to break up bad weed. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your clipboard down. (laughs) Picking out stems and seeds. Thank God they gave us this, right? (laughs) Clearly they want us to smoke. I just remember the rotation. You, you'd, as the counselor, you'd, you know, you get your schedule for the day, and this <laughs> start here. Counselor Riz, what's that smell? Uh, it's a skunk. Don't worry about it. Ah, There's a skunk times. around. You guys chase each other for another hour and a half. <laughs> I will credit. No doubt nowadays you'd be brought up on charges. I will. Sure. I will legitimately credit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You'd make. You'd make our show. <laughs> I'd be a headline. <laughs> <who>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you'd make our show easy. All sorts cool of different counselor. segments. Now I will credit that job. As one of the key components to me being a performer, totally. I, I mean, I was the well, shyest. Pretending you care about kids, I get it. No, no, no. I was the shyest <laughs> kid that that I knew, uh, honestly. And I had real, real, like you know, anxiety and terror issues and all that kind of stuff. And being forced to be a leader and make these kids feel comfortable at a new situation broke me out of my shell in a way to try to make them comfortable. And it and and you t- you have to turn into a performer to make sure that these kids feel comfortable. And and really have a good time. It was li- I was literally being paid to make sure someone's children had a great summer, and that really did help turn me into a mm. performer. And then teach my counselors how to also just kind of just like let the worries go and become a leader in making these kids have fun. Yeah, if we did ever open up a camp, Riz, like, Can a, I, like may a, I be the director? No, because you you're. It sounds like the kid's going to be bored out of the skull. Bored out of the uh-huh. mind? No, no, dude. Oh, I, no. We're no, doing we it like everything. I did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that means I'm the director. Yeah. Cool. Rape, rape so the, director. the counselors are playing disc golf over there. I'll and, be uh, making out with Tim in the woods, not paying attention to anybody. <laughs> Man, we had yeah, so you can, much you fun. You could be a charge of arts and crafts hey. where, you know, you have a couple sticks and yarn. You know, everyone who makes dream catchers. They're like the uh, teacher in Billy and Madison shows where you're up. putting paste on your face. <laughs> you're high as hell. Yeah, nobody shows up. Everybody's in the woods smoking cigarettes. I still remember the camp song. That's Still teach my you kids. Know, I'll turn it into GI Jane. Like the all right, this group, you go hide in the woods. But I don't get caught. If you do, you come back to the camp. Mm. <laughs> what? I would turn them against each other. Yeah. Turn it into war heads. games. I'd have the purple group chasing the yellow group out into the woods, hide covering themselves in mud like Rambo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> while I just stood in the woods and smoked cigarettes. Yeah, we always were on time for lunch. Yeah. That's the best part. At, at the mess hall. Go to the mess hall for lunch. Have yeah, some, so, uh, somebody was real hungry. Drink, <laughs> drink some bug juice. This is where the food fight could happen. We do Camp Riz for a weekend. We have food fight on Sunday before everybody goes hey, home. If anything, at Camp Riz, we are not wasteful. Oh, I'm gonna waste this is an eco-friendly camp. It's I love it. It's an eco-friendly camp. We're yeah. going to compost. I want to be the cook there. That way life. you don't have to wear, you know, like they never have to have a clean shirt. It's always dirty <laughs> yeah. and stained. Zero, yeah. yeah, we're a zero carbon emissions camp. Oh, good. Yeah. Nobody does anything. Very excited for this. <laughs> One of you guys is going to be the Tony Perkis, the Ben Stiller character in Heavyweights, the bad, the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, Camp Man. Riz. Mm. Sign the kids up now. That's the country club camp across the river. Yeah, get those shirts where you write your name in the little square. Yeah, in the front. Ooh. Dude, you know what's wild is I still run into the to, to some campers every once in a while, and uh, they're like, you know, in their thirties, and they'll come up and be like, "Oh my gosh, are you crazy?" Because that's that, that was my name, and. Uh, and dude, it's 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 super cool. I I miss those days. Those are great days. Uh, by the way, the average pay for a summer job is fourteen dollars and eighty nine cents an hour. That's wow. cool, man. It's like Good triple what I made. Fourteen eighty nine an hour. Damn. That's more than I made. Damn. Then. And I was the boss. Oh man, I can't imagine making four. Well, of course, with inflation, things cost more than it did. Yeah, back then. but 
dude, I mean, think about this. I was the boss. I had done it for four or five years, and they're like, okay, listen, we can only offer you eleven thirty an hour. And I was like, holy smokes. Holy yeah, I'll, ta- anything, I'll take it. Wow. You anything, got paid that in high school? Anything close no, to this t- is after. This is, this is well, uh, yeah, this is probably the last, last year of high school. Whoa. But, I was, but I was a director, and then... And then I created a sports camp for them as well. So, but everything like over ten bucks an hour. Yeah, dude. That's dude, what I'm saying. you're rich. Yes, yeah. I had mouths to feed. That was the problem with my first few jobs. Was I got the whole Southern Illinois stiff upper lip, teach you the value of a hard day's work, but the value was lost because I didn't get paid. So I was like, I, my first one was like bailing hay in a hot barn for two bucks an hour, and then my grandpa was uh, president of the Bricklayers Union. And he's like, I got your job carrying hard off the books. I want you to learn how to do it, which is one of the hardest jobs. Carrying mortar for like bricklayers, oh mm-hmm. mixing cement, oh, and yeah. you got to be able to like put it on a shovel and throw it a couple jacks high mm-hmm. and scrape it off perfectly. And you, I ate so many facefuls of cement. Mm-hmm. So did you make decent mortar? No, <laughs> that was my point. He like want, he's like p- paying me off the books. He basically was paying me out of his pocket. To teach me a trade. Because they're saying construction, like construction jobs for, for teenagers, whatever they could do, that's the highest, yeah. highest yeah. wages. Yeah. And I guess on the books, 1791. Yeah. Dude, yeah. J- Johnny, wow. I was I had worked my way into this director position and all this kind of stuff, and Johnny Venus left some grill or whatever, and he started just doing construction on the side. His kid's come, coming home with like 18 bucks an hour. I was like, oh my gosh, what? Dude. Like out of nowhere, I think he was... What was he working on buildings or streets or something? I, I don't know, but like construction was the way to go. Yeah. It was the way to go. And my buddy would would try all these jobs, and every single time he'd quit them and go back to construction. Back I don't know. To construction. If, if, if my son or daughter were to say, uh, "Hey, would you recommend a summer job?" I I would say nothing having to do with kids. Well, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, don't oh. want to deal with kids. For for you or for your kids? For my kids. Oh. <laughs> I would say, let's let's not be in charge of children. Too much could go wrong. Well, I remember my my primary plan was music. My backup one was to be a teacher. So like I kind of needed to sure. know if I wanted to be in the scene or not. Sure, and that's and that's great for some people. I'm glad there are people like you out there that are willing to mold minds, help the youth. The uh, Rizzutos are not. We are not uh, built for that. Clearly, <laughs> smoking in the woods. Uh. We are. We are not built. I see that. I see that glimmer in my kids' eyes too. <laughs> the former camp counselor. We're not meant to do this. Yeah. There are certain things. Hey, you know what? Lifeguard, fine. Just make sure the kids don't drown. But other than that, you have no other. You know, blow the whistle, stop running. <laughs> blow the whistle. Blow, blow the, the whistle, whistle, stop running. That's it. They no would, splashing. Yeah. The Rizzutos would be good at that. Like. Yelling at people. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's yeah, it. It's a great we, we, we're great at that. Yelling and whistling. Chair long enough, you're building up a resume to also be the uh, the line ref on a tennis court or something that's like that. That's right. Although, although there's nothing like you know watching a kid run on a pool deck oh, and go, this on. kid's gonna eat it, and let's <laughs> yes. see what happens you here. You're terrible. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I, As a lifeguard, you'd never whistle. You just wait for him I to just, go down. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's play. You just this smoke out. cigarettes up and. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you can't do this for every job. He's like in a bucket hat. He's almost how he's in his camp counselor outfit. He saved and he's just smoking cigarettes, watching kids eat it on concrete all day. Yeah. What better? You know how much they pay me for this? But he's got the shirt that says staff on the back. Got the shirt that so says staff. Yeah, I got the white nose with the zinc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Don't blow the whistle. Let's play this out. And the kid falls on you know on the uh, on the textured. Yes, grab our um. The whistle concrete. teaches nothing. 
concrete uh, teaches all the lessons yeah. here. That's right. That, I bet you that kid ain't running again. It's true. <laughs> Just don't bleed in the pool. That's it. Yep. And you can blow the whistle. Whenever you see the kids are really having a good time in a swimming pool, that's when you blow and you're like, all right, lifeguard time. So then you do your swims. You make everyone clear the pool. Do you guys mm-hmm. ever witness that? Growing up, you know, you go to some public pool and all of a sudden they blow the whistle. Well, they, they do that now. They call it a safety check. Oh, yeah. Well, they oh, used to do okay. uh, when we I remember kids, lifeguards would swim. They, yeah, they used to do that, and then they would they would dip in during adult swim. Remember adult swim? Yeah. I don't know if they do that anymore because most of these places are water parks, which was my next point is being a lifeguard these days, pretty sweet. You're getting a free pass or, you know, whatever, what, you know, employee pass or whatever it is to these water parks. Every municipality has this sweet water park now. So if you're lifeguarding, you're kind of you're not just going from stand to stand to stand. That sounds boring. Like old White Cliff Pool used to be super boring. Now there's slides all over the place. You're going to go over here, and then you're going to yeah, go yeah. over here, and then you're going to go over here. There's a lot of yeah. I never stuff. understood the point of the safety checks. You know, they would always if you go to a public pool, they're checking the bottoms, just to make make sure make sure nobody's down there. Yeah, well, yeah, just to make sure they're not missing anybody. Some of them. Pools, I'm hoping they're all stationed in a place where you could see if somebody's drowned. Yeah, I know, but if you got a few hundred people in a pool. There's a lot of light refracting well, all over the, the place. And by the time the safety check comes, which is what, once every half hour, 45 minutes? You're dead. It wasn't that often, was it? I don't know. It just felt like that. It's because when you're a kid and you're going and they blow the whistle, you're like, oh. Oh, man, you got and you got to sit on the, uh, you sit on the side forever. with your legs, with your legs in the water, <laughs> splashing. Stop splashing. It's this a safety gonna check. It's going to take forever. It's going to take forever. I think they were just checking the bottoms. Make sure there's no baby Ruth down there and, and no. Really? You know, is that what they were doing? No, I, never, I never understood no that. Cabins. Lifeguards, please let me know. Maybe they were just switching and they didn't want to have the pool unattended. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Hey, I think it's one of life's mysteries. It was that damn adult swim, though. That was such a pain. It was always always like, these guys get to do whatever they want. They can drive. They can buy things. They got credit cards. Do do we really need to get out for mom? We used to go to my aunt's uh, swim club, and they used to have the adult swim. And you'd have to sit on the side and watch adults swim for 10 minutes. It was just them exercising their power. It was the first experience for a kid of just power, power-hungry lifeguards, power-hungry municipalities showing what kids don't have. Yeah. All right, tell me this, true. My, no buddy, my buddy just texted me, my old camp counselor buddy, he says, a Great Wolf Lodge, uh, which is one in Kansas City? Mm, There's yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's just outside. Uh, he says uh, they throw a dummy in the water at random times to check the... Uh, did you act like Yeah, that was my Checked first job. Cards. You were the dummy? <laughs> yeah. It was awesome, man. <laughs> 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they throw me from the, you know, the I would like to Spartan. apply for your dummy job. Yeah. They throw a dummy in to check the lifeguards, huh? That's what he said. That's what wow. he said. Is it cool? They they throw the dummy in the water at random times to test out the uh, test out the lifeguards. Huh? Yeah, they they made me test how long I could hold my breath. Sometimes it'd be like four or five minutes. Yeah, good. Yeah. It's a good gig. It's it's good to hear that there's a lot of uh, a lot of jobs available. Oh, there's a lot there's a lot of jobs available for for teenagers. Yeah. So if you're if you're kid at home, who's probably gonna wake up at noon today? Mm-hmm. You go, hey, find a job yet? And you go, who's mm-hmm. nothing out there? Oh, oh yes, there is. Yes, there is. My buddy Riz told me <laughs> there are plenty of jobs. You got a son and I got a daughter that's the same age, and they're. I'm sure your your son's talking about cars and different things. Oh like yeah, what, what car he's 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 gonna get to drive? What car you're gonna give him? Basically, uh, oh, he's already claimed the Jeep. I go. I, my daughter has too. Like, don't do that. Doesn't happen. <laughs> my my, my daughter's thing. like the Jeep is mine. And I was like, what? No, what, the, the Jeep Je- is mine. You the Jeep nothing. isn't even mine yet. <laughs> you don't get anything. Yeah, you can't claim things. You're not thinking about what 
kind of car your son's going to get? This is not you going onto the moon and planting your flag. Yeah, so we're, we're worried about that. And they're talking about cars, yet my daughter hasn't talked about a job yet. Has your son brought up Yeah, a yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, at least you're getting the, at least you're getting yeah, both conversations. Yeah, he's looking to, to make some money. Yeah, my daughter isn't necessarily. But at least she's not talking about it. When you're watching your kids grow up, do you, like, kind of know what industry they're probably going to go into? No, it's funny. I had that conversation with my wife. I have no idea what my kids want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It I mean, changes. As soon, as soon as you feel like you, you got it. Their interest changes. Yeah, but you have like a you have a judgment like oh you know so and so would be very good at this or you have you see their qualities and maybe the things that they're not so great at and you think yeah possibly they would go into an industry <laughs> like maybe your kid loves like my nephew Asher he is ridiculous he's like high strung crazy funny kid um, but he builds he like he's really into like farm equipment and like all the things he plays with like we're all like maybe he's engineer be in construction or engineer. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, you, you can see what you feel that they're good at, but whether they're interested yeah, right. with it or not. I got a daughter. My, my daughter, this is this one of the smartest people I've ever known. She's just very, very sharp. And boy, can she argue. And I've been telling her for a decade, like, you know, you'd make an excellent lawyer. We yeah. have enough like, lawyers. I, well, maybe so, but I'm <laughs> just saying, like, hey, man, I, I think you'd be a great lawyer. Food lawyer. Ooh. You'd be a food lawyer. We see a lot of cases come through here that could use a good food lawyer. You know what I always thought my dream job would be? What? UPS. Oh, yeah. Great uniform. It's a good gig. Yeah, it's an awesome gig. Apparently, I mean, well, everybody I know that's, that, 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 you know, they bleed brown. I always thought that working at UPS, like if it wasn't a radio, yeah. like UPS would be a great job. Dude, and, and the one of the jobs that I had on a warehouse, every time I unloaded the trucks, the, the, the happiest guy I encountered all day. Mm -hmm. Who was it? Was it the rich guy that was in the top office with the sweet window and, mm -hmm. the, and the, the four secretaries and all that kind of stuff? No, it was the UPS guy that would walk in, stroll in with his boots and his shorts and light up a cigarette and watch us unload his now, truck. I know you got to like work up to having your own route and driving the big brown truck and you know putting on the shirts, yeah. putting on the brown shorts. Gorgeous. But when you saw that happy UPS driver, what time of year was it? I Any time every, of year. I saw him every day. This guy was always. Happy. Was it in the summer? Because, uh, yeah. I mean, I was every day. Yeah. Huh. Do you our, feel like a day. UPS driver when you take your doors off your Jeep? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no, just and it. that's and that's a, a point I'm going to bring up. So you know you you see the big brown truck roll down the street. Now he's doors always open. Uh -huh. Okay, so Do you know why? Yeah, because it's an it's an efficiency thing. There's no air conditioning. There's no air conditioning. Oh yeah, and that too. Okay, and so that's gonna change, baby. What? what? Oh yeah, I well, got this, some news. This guy was happy because he didn't drive a van. He drove semi. So he, oh, he had okay. air conditioning. So he didn't have that. that. Yeah. <sighs> they, they gave him AC, huh? Tell they're us. Hey, giving news. Him, they're what giving happened? him AC. Why is this happening? They're giving him AC. Finally. The UPS drivers are getting AC. I guess trucks. they're docking everyone's pay to get that in there. UPS announced a deal on Wednesday with yesterday with the Teamsters Union to finally address delivery drivers' concerns with extremely hot temperatures. This is an article in KSDK today. Wow. The deal would require UPS to have air conditioning in delivery vehicles purchased after January 1st, 2024, including the iconic brown truck which makes up the majority of their 93,000-vehicle fleet. Dude, Dang. UPS started in 1907. So they literally hundreds of years, they've been driving around with no AC. Yeah, it's wild. And yeah. now they're finally getting it. So if you're ever wondering why they got the doors open, it's because they, they want to live and survive <laughs> yeah, and not get heat stroke. Because they're driving a microwave. That's wild. I know that they have, I mean, they have so much tech in there already. I know that, like, if their seatbelt is undone, like, the 
I don't think the, it's not that the car won't start, but like it ejects them right out of the. They're like yeah. monitoring them. You know, they're monitoring not only their routes and how many minutes they're well, in different UPS places. Well, also, UPS waited out. They were like, hey, we could, you know, we got all this monitoring equipment, or we could give the drivers AC. Monitoring. Monitoring, monitoring. Yeah, away. Yeah, monitor you know what's going Make on. Sure. They used to hire a lot of SIUE students to load the trucks. At UPS? Yeah. United Package Smashers, that's what we call it. <laughs> <laughs> and buddy, my buddy Jay would get so stoned, and he'd go, and he'd be like, we're just getting them in. <laughs> However you can get them in. Oh Kick them in, jam them in. He used to just come home and be like, like how do you do the loading docks overnights? He's how like, many they boxes don't mess you? with these. Like, I just go to work. How many boxes you destroyed today? Get all, ripped. All He's of like, them. all of them. All of them. We'd, you know, we'd step back and see how far we could launch this package into the truck. <laughs> oh, man. It became a competition. I'm glad we didn't have to do that. Ours was all pallets. It was a big giant. But the uh, the Teamsters president says air conditioning is coming to UPS. The Teamster members in these vehicles nice. will get the relief and protection they've been fighting for. <laughs> Today's progress was a significant step towards a stronger new reality for so many workers and their families. Hey, you going to tell me that uh, down in Arizona or New Mexico or parts of Texas, these UPS guys don't have air conditioning? <sighs> well, my thought, wow. doors open, dude. Yeah, because you, you kind of want to be the same open. temp as oh. outside. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you, is it bad for him to go from cold right to the blistering hot and then 20 minutes later to back into cold for three seconds and then 20 minutes they're out in the blistering hot and then, I, mean, I don't know, I'd rather kind of keep it the same temp. So, so they, the union also crazy. said they negotiated to add cab fans to all package cars as well as heat shields. Already existing delivery trucks and, fan, and vans will be fitted with air induction systems which would help relieve high temperatures in the back of the vehicle. That's awesome. And you know what they need to, and I always thought about that, the, the windshield, you know, is, is clear. I mean, and, and I don't know, I don't know what the laws are and all that kind of stuff, but that ceramic um, uh, tinting, you know, mm-hmm. that, that I have on my windows mm-hmm. from, uh, from uh, Best St. Louis out in Chesterfield, like, dude, instant, instant difference as far as temperature in my, in really? my Jeep. Instant. Hmm. It so, was, like, tint the windows a little bit, and that'll help. I'll say the happiest... UPS drivers uh, I, I knew were the ones that, whenever worked at a mall, they'd get those giant malls and they'd have to deliver, deliver all oh, the yeah, stores. They're, the so they're in the AC the oh, entire yeah. day. Well, it said more than 100 UPS workers have been hospitalized for heat related oh illnesses gosh, in the past couple years. Yikes. And they were going to, I tell you what, man. they were going to strike over this. I don't blame them at all. That's nice they're doing this. This is good. They're busy too. Think about like since the pandemic and how much oh, delivery, I mean, and- just. The probably twofold. They've been so much busier, and so yeah, give these people the. AC. Does Amazon have a deal with FedEx or UPS? I think both, right? Or both. <sighs> I don't know, and those are vastly different because they created their own company as well. Yeah, and Amazon. Yeah, Amazon's got their own thing too. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're going to strike. Amazon comes from both. I feel like it just depends on what you order. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. so. I think it depends on and who's, it depends where you live because Amazon worked it out where. Basically, if it's in a city, they do most of the deliveries, but if once it gets to rural areas, they give it to UPS and all those companies. It costs a little bit more to drive further. Mm. It's pretty smart. Hmm. I know that it's I know that's pretty different, and I know that my uh, my son-in-law is driving for FedEx right now, and he, he likes it, uh, but I bet you he would like to bleed brown because of the way I think I think they, they structure it differently. I don't know. I'll have to talk to him about yeah, it. Yeah, Smoking Weirdo saying, loves I mean, he brags about how good it is. The... Uh, USPS, the Postal Service, they don't have AC in their trucks? Yeah. No. That makes sense, right? Which one? Depends probably on the truck, but you I, tell yeah, my I don't remember. My dad worked for the post office for his whole life. 
It's a maintenance man. And I remember like going down there and those guys hump it, man. That was the problem with the post offices. They did not. It was like the DMV, dude. It was a governmental organization that like uh, they did not see the future as far as parcel delivery of what the Internet was going to create. And they've been playing catch up ever since, I feel like. Like UPS and FedEx kind of got out ahead of like how important it was going to be to get packages places quickly. Mm. And I feel like the post office was kind of like they didn't really had any competition. Yeah, so yeah. Usually it's like the DMV. DMV is never going to improve because there's never going to be a private DMV that we can all go to that'll treat us right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I wonder if there's like more governmental red tape too that just takes things. Probably. Oh, well, we got a bunch of a bunch of drivers checking in saying, "Hey, we can have AC all we want up front, but man, you got to go in the back." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Roasting. Roasting. I know our postal. Roasting. Our postal carrier. I see. I th I'm pretty sure she has a fan, like like one of them clip. Yeah, fans. just blowing yeah. hot air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. that does is move air. Yeah, she's so sweet, though. But I've saw some of the newer UPS trucks, they have a white top now instead of the brown. So that way, you know, it kind of reflects, reflects the sunlight. The Get out of here. Yeah, no even way. Like, when I see my neighborhood male person, it's like she is humping it. Like, she parks the truck my and she humps it like two blocks down one side, crosses two blocks. You know what I mean? They're out in the sun regardless, mm. like in summertime. Yeah, for for those and they're like, out in the cold in the winter. Yeah, and, and those in, in the city when they're running up and down those boxes, like, come on, you gotta have air conditioning in that truck. They need to just invent their little hat, you know, like make their hats little AC units, and yeah, that way they're cool all the time. Give them like cooling suits, like they're in mm. Dune. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Or like they're in uh, like NASCAR NASA suits. <laughs> you know, NASCAR's got those, uh, you know, the hoses attached to the helmets. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. That oh, cools heck them yeah. down. That's awesome. Yeah, do that. But hey, congratulations, UPS drivers. That's Beautiful. We'll miss your legs. Yeah, we will. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, your creamy legs. Oh, those miss dad all those, calves, yeah. dude. Those dad calves. That's the quickest the route to a sock. dad calf you've ever seen is working for one of those Ooh. package companies. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, I, I'm watching Learn drink a cup of, uh, what is that, tea? Yeah, I'm on the tea. So yesterday I went to go pick up my son, and I'd made myself a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I brought the cup of coffee in a, in a regular mug in my car. Oh. And strangely, I felt like that was illegal. Open it's, container laws, you mean? It's wrong. Like, I didn't pour the coffee into, like, a travel mug. Right. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I got, like, a, you know, a Yeti. travel mug. Yeti, it's a risk, it is. man. Right. But I just took the cup of coffee with me into the car. Yes, I was drinking coffee. You're living And the windows were down? Well, I was in my, I was in the AC. Oh. Oh, I did the same thing. Wow. Roof off the Jeep and everything. I did the same thing, but with a glass. It was a glass of water. I had just filled it up. It was cold. I knew that I had to drop a kid off at, at a, a game or something. And I knew that if I, oh, man, I, I got this water. I need to drink water right now. Oh, I'll just take it. No big deal. Put it in a cup holder. Felt so stupid because yeah. the glass is like square. I felt it was illegal. It felt stupid. It felt like making a cup of coffee inside, putting it in a ceramic mug, walking outside, drinking from it. Going into the car, it's not a travel mug. There's no lid. It felt illegal for some reason. Right? Did it feel freeing though? No, it felt. If dumb. you have the windows down and you have that cup there, and you're not going too far, you're just going. Yeah, I was not going far. Over, you're like, this is the best feeling, man. I got the cup. It's not. 
don't know. I, I love it. I felt dumb enough that when my daughter jumped into the <laughs> into the car to go, I had to explain before she said, "What is that doing in here?" I had to go, "Hey, I just I just filled this up." Yeah. Like I had to like explain it because <laughs> it, it looks so stupid. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's glass too. This, right. I almost felt like it was glass by a pool. Like I'm not supposed to have glass in the you car. You ever you ever do something that feels strangely illegal, but it's not. Another example is walking into a restaurant, changing your mind, and walking out. Yes. Mm -hmm. For some reason. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's illegal. Well, that's like any store as well. Because I went to Home Depot looking for something, and they didn't have it. So you turn around and walk out, and you're like, I'm not stealing yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, just, you feel like you're going to be tackled on the way out. Yeah. Right? yeah, It's all good. You always walk with your hands out. Like, don't don't you dare. Yeah. I would never leave a store without buying something with my hands in my pockets. <laughs> that is something I'm always like, uh, here I am. Or even having your hands in your pockets walking around a store. People think you're stuffing stuff in your... Oh, yeah. Anytime I encounter in somebody in any aisle, I, be, I, I, I always assume they're an undercover uh, loss prevention officer. Same. Uh, that is so funny because you worked in retail and you would always have to kind of scout like who right. in here is is doing the survey. Okay, <laughs> so so walking through a store and leaving out buying anything, you know, you, you imagine you're being tackled on the way out. I have another one. Passing a police car on the highway, even if you're doing the speed limit. Yeah. Feels strangely illegal. I yeah. always get really paranoid. Yep. And I always feel like they can see the paranoia. Because like I, I never want to look at the car, like look at the cop car. <laughs> Because then I feel like they're going to be like, what you looking at? And then they're going to come and get As me. As Han Solo would say, fly casually. Mm. Like what, you're, you're do you guys do this casually. whenever you're on a highway or any road where there's multiple lanes and a cop pulls in behind you? Do you ever just, you know, pretend that you're moving over to the next lane anyway? So you just put your blinker on, you go to the next lane to see if they come over to follow you? Right. Yeah, or I've done like, that. Just go around. You're good. You can go. It does feel like your car paint is blushing. Is it an urban myth or urban legend that um, if a cop is behind you... Like, is there, like, the cops, they can't follow you for a certain amount of time. They have to actually, like, get around you or they have to. I never heard of that. I I remember hearing that, like, in high school. They're like, hey, cops aren't allowed to trail you for, like, miles. Like, they, you know, because unless they're going to pull you over. So, like, that instilled paranoia anytime a cop would be behind me for, like, longer periods. I don't think so because sometimes, you know, they're just driving. Right. They got to go somewhere, too, and they just happen to be behind you. Back to the car one, I remember... um, being told that it was illegal to be shirtless yeah, while, yeah. while you drive. Yeah. Or drive barefoot. So, yeah, right. So anytime, and it's rare, but anytime I've, I've driven shirtless, I'm like, oh, my nipples are out. I'm, I'm going to get ticketed. <laughs> I, I, I'm, if I'm my sure nipples were out, I would get ticketed. I'm sure that's not I a rule, I don't know right? if you would. I don't know if you would. I would. If you drove topless? Yes. Unless, like, unless I was so small, which I am pretty small, like if I sunk my seat, my bucket seat down to where you couldn't see nipple... Okay. And yeah. I was kind of like, only you can hmm. see clavicle and shoulder, like maybe not. But if anybody saw these things, Is I'm going a, to jail. To be honest, uh, nip ticks sounds like a yeah. really good alternative to Ticketmaster. Nip ticks. I got so these the on nip ticks, dude. No fees. <laughs> so cop walks up to the car and goes, uh, do you know why I pulled you over today? And I'm going, no, officer. Why is that? Uh, why is that? I just want to just make sure you had your seatbelt on. Right. Okay. It looks well, like you didn't. Another thing I just thought of this, like thinking it's illegal strangely, but it's not. When you put your phone in your pocket and you're in a store, so you're putting something in your pocket. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or if you open up your backpack and you're yeah. at a store, like if you have a backpack on you or maybe a purse. Yep. You got to make it a whole thing. You got to be like, I'm not put. I'm putting my phone in my backpack. Or I'm taking a drink of water from my water bottle. <laughs> right. I bought this. I brought this water in with me. I like how you're, you're holding it up to show the dome cameras. Yeah, the dome cameras. I'm in a set. 
<laughs> or what about breaking up like banana bunches at a grocery store to get the exact number mm. of bananas you want? Well, you I heathens don't understand are, that. You heathens are stealing grapes. I mean, uh, who knows? I didn't even know that was possible. Who knows what you people are doing in the grocery stores now? I, the produce section is a freaking wild it's, west. It, it's I never a knew. It is. It's a free for all. I, there. Never, I never knew. Break up you are allowed to do that. Oh, yeah. If you're allowed to break up the grapes, you monsters. You Man, monsters. I, I can't believe people are breaking up the grapes. Oh, you heard about this? And I told my wife, and I was like, can you believe a whole a whole bunch of people are defending this? And she said, wow, that's genius. I'm going to do that next time. Like, what are you doing? You bring in scissors and you're cutting the grapes? You don't need to scissors for that. How weak teeth. are you? <laughs> I like to cut it. <laughs> so this guy. She doesn't eat meat, dude. She's frail. Everybody is okay. Everybody <laughs> is okay with somebody going into the grape section and looking at the bags, opening the bags and going, oh, look at that. 60% of these are great. 40% are bad. I'll take the 40% out and put the different ones in here and well, then take prunes, that back. Yeah. Can Why you not? believe it? I, okay. Listen, it just sounds it crazy. Sounds weird. It sounds weird. It, it, it sounds illegal. <sighs> but think about this. You hold up the bag of grapes. Some of them are good. Some of them are not. Yeah. So am I going to buy the bad ones? I know I know what you're saying. But, but I mean, there's just like a loss. Like, you just know that, like, when you buy, a, this is how my mind works. When you know when you buy some grapes, you're going to get 10% loss yeah. there. I mean, that's just the nature. You're buying natural, raw food. It's like, it's, this is how my brain would see it. It's like going in and saying, look at this apple. Oh, it's got a brown spot. <laughs> Taking my pocket knife out, cutting it off and going, well, I'm not buying the brown okay. spot. I'll take this apple. I read a story the other day, and you may, you could look this up to verify it. There is a cheap ass. Maybe it was the extreme cheap gate, the cheapskates thing I was watching. This cheap a-hole. You pay for bananas by the pound, right? Okay. He's like, I'm not eating the peel. <laughs> No. <laughs> so I'm gonna unpeel and so weigh. So he unpeels. That's the that's the same as the grapes. It is the same well, as the that's, grapes. Huh. Wow. And also peeling those, them in the store. Huh? Peeling them the in the store. The bananas are gonna Hope go gonna back, eat you them moron. Like <laughs> quickly. <laughs> that's kind of. That's, that's Mr. Tallyman. So Tally me banana. <laughs> if one is brilliant, the other is brilliant. I like this guy's style. Yeah. If, I mean, you have to. That's what I do with dog food. I don't. I don't I'm paying for the bag. I just dump it out. <laughs> yeah. If it's yeah, my weight, the bag skin weigh, the, the bag apple. doesn't weigh anything. The bag the bag doesn't Being weigh much. Idiot. Now think about <laughs> how heavy a banana how peel heavy is. a banana is. Yep. Yeah. And and how much of what percentage are you yeah, actually? You peel exactly. twenty bananas, you're saving some cash. <laughs> <laughs> you're saving nineteen cents easy. And oh. that adds up. And this is this was the slippery slope I was telling you about with the grapes. This guy started with yeah, the grapes. Yeah, and somebody brings up a good point on the uh, instant <laughs> feedback. Like, if I'm buying cherries, I don't need three pounds of cherries. Well, then don't buy three pounds of cherries. So I'm going to take some out of the bag. No, you're not. So oh, not, yes, I am. Somebody's buying four pounds? Well, then they could take whatever they want out. <laughs> okay. The bags are not sealed. Uh, They're not wild. sealed for a reason. So you could... Mix and match? Sure. As long as it's the same thing, it's the same product. Listen, I said, I told my wife this, and she went, wow, that's genius. That's what I'm going to do from now on. So, you know, the house is divided. <laughs> but you guys no, are you're wild. not going to the store. I know what you're doing. <laughs> All right, back to the lifeguard wild. thing, by the way. Justin checking in, who I guess is a lifeguard. Lifeguards are not playing a power trip every 45 minutes for a quote-unquote safety check. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come on, man, it's a joke. <laughs> for one, kids need to need to be told to rest. I guess the swimmer, the swimming kids. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two. Uh, oh, he says like kids and kids in the pool will play through exhaustion and create unnecessary risks. 
Great point. Okay. And All maybe right. it gives them time to go pee in the actual correct spot. That's a good point. Uh, and he says lifeguards do have to check the pH levels every hour because kids and risottos pee in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your email. Yeah. That was actually that is very, that very informational. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Kid me now I'll is uh, my hat on. understands <sighs> is less upset about the times the well, minutes I miss out. When I was a kid, yeah, safety check my ass. Yeah, I don't care about your pH levels. Yeah, I got to pee somewhere. <laughs> Everything's fine. Oh, Everything's man. fine. All right, let's uh, let's do the teamers <laughs> member of the day. And it's brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotset.com slash Team Riz. From Bethalto, Illinois, Tom Ballard is out. Uh, Tom has been a uh, fan of the Riz show since the beginning. His favorite person on the show was and always will be Jeff. Close second being Moon. Close fifth being King Scott. Oh. Oh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Quite thoughtful. (laughs) That's very nice. Uh, Tom loves daily banter and hearing everybody's uh, thoughts on topics discussed every morning on the show. Thank you, Tom. Tom Ballard from Bethalto is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team We're growing an army in Bethalto. I'm telling you, man. Yep. Uncle Ken. All kinds of. A lot of, a lot of folks from Bethalto. Yeah. Yeah, that's we Hello, Bethalto. We've got, Bethalto. <laughs> we've got the market corner hey, Bethalto. There. Good people down there. All right. Thank you, Tom. All right, we'll take our first break of the morning. We'll come back with news. And I got a couple stories about dead people coming back to life. It's begun. This thing is crazy. Not one, not two, but three separate stories. Video, too. Of dead people miraculously coming back to life. The Missouri Miracle. Elvis. A Missouri far. miracle, yes. Hey, Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, which includes not only the Dobbs family, but also the 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at the locally and family-owned company, which, if you didn't know, has been in business since 1976. The team of pros at Dobbs stands ready to service your car, your van, your light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV with the tires you need at the prices that will fit your family budget. And they're ready when you are to perform expert auto service too. Done right the first time, including routine preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. Just take a couple minutes. Right now, check out the great summer tire deals Dobbs has for you. Just click on go to Dobbs.com. You'll find great deals on the best tire brands already being offered to you at the lowest tire prices in town. That's guaranteed. Click on go to Dobbs.com for Super Saver June deals on the tires and service you need and get the most for your money. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 314-4-RELIEF. 
That's 3144 Relief. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. You know it's never easy to predict the future. You don't have a crystal ball. Now think about four months from now. Are you going to be happy at your current job? Is your paycheck going to stretch far enough? Now you could change your life in just four months. Thanks to Centric. Centric prepares you for a career in the fastest growing industry in the world. That's technology. Centric's hands-on program teaches you the actual job skills you need to get hired. And they're with you every single step of the way. They will help you land a job because Centric teaches you the actual skills employers are looking for. And again, they help you land a job and you can make that change today by going to Centric.com slash R-I-Z-Z. That's centric, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q dot com slash R-I-Z-Z. Take control of your future at centric.com slash Riz, even if you have no IT experience and change your life today. Oh, and by the way, you could use your GI Bill for funding or pay for tuition. Centric.com slash Riz. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right. You're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on Prize Picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for more than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA is right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three-pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chestrel Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put Band-Aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your, for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screenrooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, this is Marie Bamford, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Camps. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. RizShow1057thepoint.com or send us your instant feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app. Here's a nice one from uh, Seth. Good morning, I'm from South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina. I listen to The Point, I guess there's a point there, like oh. a point radio station. Uh, 
like a station called the point like we are says I, I listen to the point locally one day i was telling alexa to play the point radio and you guys popped up ever since i'm hooked that's cool i listen to my local radio station for an hour until you guys come on now i listen to you that's, that's awesome, awesome. Oh, thanks okay. hey, south carolina yeah. we'll take you accidentally yeah. all good uh craigslist freak of the week coming up later on we got three brand new ads for you also we'll play do it bitch again today by the way, I got home and I couldn't wait to like look at my butt in the mirror to see if there was a welt, and sure enough, there, oh, is. there was. Oh, there was oh, yeah. from oh, taking man. an airsoft gun shot. Sorry, dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. People think that I'm not sorry about it. I, I really am. I'm telling you. I told you guys how much it hurts, and I it sucks. Uh, the video the says smile, otherwise. Yeah, the smile you on are... your face said otherwise. Hey, I'm entertaining here. Are uh, you not entertained? You look you look uh, casually pleased. Like, and I don't hate you for it. I mean, I I, I can't wait to shoot. You all either. I Listen, mean, I was casually pleased to not be the one being shot. Sure. Of course, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm I guess thrilled. My, my wife was driving the kids around yesterday, yesterday morning, as that was happening, and my kids immediately went to Instagram to watch the video. Good. <laughs> and the headline, the takeaway there was, "Learn and Ray for holding hands." Yeah, people loved it. People thought it was really sweet of We're us. We're in it together. So, yeah. You <laughs> no. Let me say this. You were maybe my partner. You're maybe one of the most supportive people I've ever met and we, you know we started on the show together so we have kind of a bond the southern Illinois bond mm-hmm. I feel like you're like an older bro or something so like no it was very sweet that was very sweet yeah, a hot older brother but yeah I yeah super hot older sweetie. brother so we'll play do it bitch again we'll uh we'll pick some teams we'll have the great wheel pick some teams maybe it'll be learning rafe again hey for redemption and we'll do your 50 50 shot of getting shot as well we don't have to talk about that yeah uh before we get to news uh, today that's I was what right. I say. I think you should have to pick the team you have faith in and live and die with them. I agree. Ooh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, this needs to we be We tried it. We got a lot of suggestions yesterday. We tried the wheel yesterday. I like the wheel, but I also think there's some... There's okay. Some, there's some fun to Fine. be had in that. Have you... Trying to pick which team you think is going to biff it. I will, I, like I will pick what team I'm going to be behind. Have you ever, like, when you guys would pl- not play Do It, bitch, because that's new to this version of the this show. show yeah. But, I mean, how did you do games in the past? Like, you were always the host, so you never got shot? Now, uh, the, the shooting was always with the NFL pick Yeah. The gun, the airsoft gun, 99.9% of the time was out for the NFL pick challenge. I see. Mm-hmm. And I hear that is where we get shot multiple times. Yes. Dude. Yeah. I will up. say this, though. Four NFL picks, I'm really good. Like, well, that's good. Dang put it, your ass is on the line. No, I know it is. So I feel good about what that's going to be like for my butt. But um, okay. okay, well. Just so you know, everybody's you coming here. Everybody's come into the NFL pick them with with any sort of cockiness is always the one that loses the most. Anthony oh. Salter got his butt handed to him for weeks, and he's legitimately like the pro. A yeah. pro analyst. Do we play them during that? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. Does the whole show, so it's just individually picks, though. So, like. Individual picks. I got yeah, it's yeah. not and show then, to show. It is show to show, too. Yes. Oh. So, if, so if you lose in this room, you get shot that week. If you lo- if, And if it's your third loss, you get shot three times. Ooh. What? Dude, it mm-hmm. is. It's 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 a horrific game. When we game. get there, we'll explain. It's but horrific. But we play we play as a show. Uh huh. So our cumulative score up against their score. Oh my god! But we also play individually <laughs> for the airsoft gunshots. And just so. so you know, my strategy, and I've never been last. I don't think uh, my strategy is which mascot would beat up the other mascot. I go with who has the hotter players. Oh, oh there you go. I'm so glad like you guys it. are on my team. You, hey, you know what? You're going to eat those words. I really am good. We did the pigskin really pick em challenge on Casey Looking one good, year, Rafe. And I beat every, I beat yeah. U-Man and Favaz. So okay. I promise you, I bring something to this. I have had a, a friend's girlfriend won our NCAA bracket 
picking solely on which mascots she thought were the cutest. There you go. And she probably did fine. And she did great. She sometimes, won. Sometimes you men are blind to what is actually happening in sports. Which mm. is which, which is, is looking at how good looking the players are. Yeah, good looking players. Um, you know, obviously stats, but like there's other th- there's you know like horoscopes can play in and like um. You know, there's just underlying things that add to the madness that I, I think. Mercury and retrograde. Absolutely. I'm not going to discount that. <laughs> Mascots. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's a week for birds, so just go birds. Okay. Sometimes it's a week for cats. Yeah. So, you know, panthers, tigers. I'm also. Team's I, looking good this year. Just to backtrack, I'm not surprised that your children didn't empathize with our pain at all. Right. The only takeaway they had from that video was. The public display of affection and how offensive it was. Supporting each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we lift each other up. That's great. That's what we do in the Riz household. We lift each other up. That's how desensitized to pain they are in the household. <laughs> like, they didn't even notice that we got shot in the ass. In between spats of yelling, we like to lift each other up. Yeah. So. That's great. Uh, before we get to news here, I just I want to play a little piece of audio. This popped up in my uh, Twitter feed. It's a little throwback Thursday video. Maybe you saw this. It's a news report from the 1980s. I don't know where this is from. Listen, it could be St. Louis. I don't know. So it's from the 1980s. It's a news report where people are complaining about proposed new laws limiting drinking alcohol while driving. <laughs> oh, I've seen oh, yeah. this. Have you seen this? Oh, oh yeah. No. yeah. Yeah. They uh, a lot of times people use this. They apply this when people are freaking out about certain things. You know, like sure. helmet laws or like because uh, it was like this was like right after seatbelts. Remember, because people were saying the same thing with seatbelts. Sure. And, and this then aggression it was like, cannot stand, Yeah, yeah, we're, man. We're, we're no longer, yeah, and they're like, the government's trying to keep so us there down. Was a, so this is the report of, <laughs> I guess they just passed a new law limiting drinking while, not drinking and driving, like mm-hmm. DUI, mm-hmm. drinking while driving. Right, you have the beer in the car with you going down the street. Uh, and by the way, the woman in this clip it is actually has a baby in the front seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, great, the greatest part is like how- it's my mom. The greatest part is how applicable this is to other arguments that are happening right now. Well, here sure, we go. Sure. Listen to this. It's kind of getting common this when a fella can't put in a hard day's work, put in 11, 12 hours a day, and then get in your truck and at least drink one or two beers. They're making it laws. Where you- at least drink one or two beers while driving. Hey, tough 12 days, 12 hours, you know, on the job site. I get it. It's drink one or two beers. They're making it laws where you can't drink when you want to. You have to wear a seatbelt when you're driving. Pretty soon we're going to be a communist country. Yep. That's it. Well, here we are. Communist (laughs) since the 80s. Seatbelt? That's two steps from communism. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the same thing. It's like, I mean, they used to, my grandfather would tell me that old union (laughs) contracts would have like a two-beer lunch built in. Guys would bring beers in their lunch boxes. That was just part of the deal. Like at lunch, you had a couple beers, you went back to work. I have a, yeah. an uncle in Southern Illinois who um, was an insurance agent, and you know he he's been drinking on the job in the car my whole life. You know, like he's st- stag agent still. Oh yeah, I won't call him out, but he knows who he is, and I love him. <laughs> I, I I hope he's okay. <laughs> he might be an alcoholic. I hope he never hurts anybody, but that's still yeah. going on so, today. I think that video is right, right around 81 or 82, and since 1982, drunk driving fatalities on U.S. roadways has decreased almost 40%. Okay, well, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. yeah, I saw this. It was a comedian saying this, but it was a something about uh, where last year the amount of deaths that were related in car accidents were caused by drunk drivers. 10% of them were drunk drivers. And he was like, well... 
you know, we need if there's only 10% killing people, the rest are 80 or, you know, 90% are killing the people. It's like, let's put a law on them. Right. And allow the drunk drivers to keep going. They're doing a good job. And listen, we're playing the clips of the people that are obviously, th- th- those are extremes. Yeah. I'm sure the the 100 people they interviewed yeah, they for the whole segment, 90, you know, 97 of them were like, yep, oh, we're, I'm okay with we're this. We're cool with yeah, it, the yeah. three, The three are the funniest. They have those things, too, where they show. You can go back and look at newspaper clippings from every generation declaring the next generation the laziest generation ever. Yep. Yeah. You can go all the way back to, like, the 20s. Of course. Well, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning. More reliable than your news source. Okay, so when you were growing up, you may have dreamed... One day being a millionaire. But these days, having a million bucks is not enough to make you rich. Yeah, sadly. So neither is two million. So if I were to ask you this question, what's the number in your head that you'd have to have to make you rich? Like, what's the number? And we're talking assets, you know, cash, property, cars, bling. What's the number? And I'll tell you what, what America says, because there was a study on this. What do Americans consider themselves, like, when do Americans consider themselves wealthy? If they have an average of what? I'm, I feel like I'm most impressed, and I look up, you know, um, net worths of celebrities and stuff. When they're billionaires is when I'm like, ooh, that is, like, legit. Well, that's another category. But yeah, what's the upper 1% of the 1%. But that's what I, I feel like, you know, like, for me, I guess, I what, like, Half of that? So $500 million to be wealthy? I feel like I'd be like well off. I wouldn't have to worry about a damn thing. I was going to say three or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, I'm going, and I think I'm closer to average. Learn comes over here with, well, I guess I'll half a billion so, dollars. So how many how many people are on earth? Nine, nine billion? Something like something that. Like something like that. that. Yeah. So out of nine billion people, let's say, I don't know what the earth's population is. There's only like a, a little more than 2,500 billionaires. So what's the, as far as the percentage of that, of population Dang. there's only a little over 2500 billionaires mm-hmm. on earth so five so i don't know anything I'm so if i have a hundred million dollars you wouldn't consider me wealthy i mean yeah i guess but i don't know but that's like that's gonna go away like throughout your the rest of your life you still got what 50 years left uh a hundred million dollars is a lot of money do you go to your that's generational wealth <laughs> he's not just keeping in a checking account like you go to your retirement meetings you know with your financial advisor, and you yeah. see how much money you're going to have accumulated, hopefully, by the time you're 70, and it's in the millions, and you're thinking, like, that's probably not going to be enough. I mean, honestly, like, I don't know, 100000000 million. I'll say $100 million. $100 million. I, That's a lot, but okay. So you say $3 million? I'll, I'll, you're way off from what the average I, I, American I, I'm gonna say I'm going to say 3 to $5 million. Not and, and not because, like, I would sit on that, uh, but because... That's enough to at least get me going to make more. So I'll, 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 I'll say I'll say five million, and I bet you I'm I'm with America. Uh, what Rafe? What do you consider to be rich, wealthy? Well, <clears throat> first, I looked up what you asked, and it said that uh, in 2015 there were 7.3 billion people on Earth. Okay. There were 1,826 billionaires, which was point zero 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 two four eight four percent of the world's mm. population okay dang 
Uh, I am definitely not. Uh, there's still, I guess there's still enough trash in me that I am like, you know, five mil. I think you're rich if you got, if you're sitting on five mil, you can pretty much put, if you put half of that, let's just say two million in something that's yielding what? Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Five million, you're good. You're good. You you're something wealthy. that's yielding like 4% a year. On two mil, that's eight hundred k a year. That's just, that that money's just sitting there making money for you, in a low risk. Right? Am I it's wrong on that? Beat inflation. I don't know the math there, but uh, I feel like you could move some stuff. I feel like you could not work. Yeah, I don't know the math, but I know <laughs> yeah. my ambition, and I wouldn't just stop <clears throat> doing right. anything. And I that that to me would would put me in a perfect position. I could be wrong about that. That's Five mil for me is good, uh, Scott. Five to yeah, ten. Yeah, because I mean, if you look decent amount of land in Missouri. Um, or even Illinois, it'll cost you, you know, if you want a hundred plus acres, you're getting close to the, you know, eight hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar range. And so to have that paid off with all the taxes in the future and this and that, yeah, I'm going to say five mil. All right. That way you're totally rich. Americans could consider themselves wealthy if they have an average of two point two million dollars in assets. Two point two million. Cash, property, cars, bling. Owned assets. Owned assets. Not not debt leveraged. Owned assets. assets. The number is actually down from before the pandemic in early 2020 Americans said that 2.6 million was was the magic number to be rich but there's a difference between being wealthy and feeling wealthy the the survey uh <coughs> you know also said uh the survey they surveyed a thousand random people between the ages of 21 and 75 who had an average net worth of five hundred sixty thousand dollars in assets 48 percent of them said they already feel wealthy even if they're well below 2.2 million and, and that's because many people, especially younger adults, say money alone doesn't equal wealth. There's also currency and experiences and relationships. Oh, Like, I'm looking up on Zillow. <laughs> yeah, because most... I'm going to pay my Amron bill with experiences. <laughs> yeah, They're talking about equitable assets and with the properties and all that, right? I mean, there's plenty of people I know out there that have $5 million worth of stuff, but they don't own. They don't have equity in $5 million mm. worth of stuff. Assets, cash, property, cars, bling. I don't know. That's what this is a Charles Schwab thing. So the most expensive house right now on Zillow in the St. Louis area is thirteen point nine million dollars in Wentzville. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say if I wanted to buy, if I'm the richest person in St. Louis, my house is going to be the most. And I'm sure there might be one that's not for sale that's more expensive than that. But like, I spend thirteen point nine million on this house that I live in St. Louis. I want to have even more. I want to have ten times that to make me feel like. I'm cool. Like I'm not going to run out of money in my lifetime. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you so that's why I'm going a hundred million. I think a lot of people too don't understand necessarily like the the assets and the values and the worth and all that kind of stuff. Mm. If somebody sees, oh, so and so owns a company, and then they look up and they go, "That's a five million dollar company," and they assume that this guy's worth five million. No, no. This guy's maybe clearing one hundred and ten thousand a year. Yeah. After adjusted and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, he owns this company, but like you have to understand what goes into making that company a company and a, a, a running piece of you know, machinery. Well, listen, if you're looking to make some cash, I may have, I may have a cash-making opportunity for you. Actually, oh. not me, Uber. Uh, Uber is launching a car-sharing service that will allow you to rent out your car when you're not using it. Hmm. That's cool. Oh, wait, wait. Uber's doing this? Uber's wait, doing this. So that's, called, yeah, that's already Toro. You can do that. I mean, you can do that all through so Uber, It's called Uber Car Share. They're trying this out in Boston right now. They, they allow car owners to set their own hourly and daily rates. Uh, fuel is included in the cost. 
Car availability will be made in 15-minute increments with no advanced booking required. The company said for years, Uber has made it effortless to tap a button and get a ride on demand. Now we're taking the same approach with car sharing by making it simple, affordable, and sustainable Damn. for you to borrow and list cars in your neighborhood. Man, they've got the infrastructure and everybody already has the app, and so they're going after Toro. Uh, I'd be bummed wow. if I was Toro. Yeah, big time. Yeah, but I wonder if Toro was building that up to sell to one of these companies anyways. I don't know. You ever seen that? You ever seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've you looked up. There's RVs, some cars in cars. the area. A lot of people use it for like uh, music videos or something. You know, they'll they'll if they can't get one from a dealer or something, yeah. they'll they'll go on Toro and rent a Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah. Day. They they have some pretty high end cars available. Yeah, and uh, in the area, and you can you get cheaper ones too. Like it, sometimes it's one of those things where like uh, right now I know somebody that's uh, out of town and doesn't have a car. And it's kind of a perfect opportunity. Like, oh, I just I just need four wheels. Mm. And you just go on there and you rent it for three days, four days, wh wh whatever you need. Rather than, especially if you're in more remote areas, there are more people doing that than maybe access to, like, a rental place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great idea. Good business. All right. Another money-making opportunity, uh, cleaning out your parents' home after they pass. Maybe you find some, uh, you know, you maybe find some valuable stuff up there and cash that in. Mm-hmm. So in a couple in, a couple in L.A. were cleaning out their parents' home last year, and they found a ton of pennies. A ton of pennies in a tight crawl space in the back of the basement. <clears throat> and these were, these were loose pennies, boxes of pennies, crates of pennies, and dozens of bank bags filled with pennies. So they estimate— <laughs> With a dollar sign he, on yeah, the bank Yeah, bag. he robbed them. They it estimate like that, that there's a million pennies, <laughs> if not more, in, in all these— Like, the picture's incredible. Wow. It's just pennies. Well, if they need someone to count it, I know a guy. Hmm. Uh, they didn't say hmm. exactly how old they are, but the pennies are copper, not zinc, which the U.S. switched <laughs> to back in the 1980s. The problem is, what do you do with a million pennies? Well, that's 10 grand. Right. Uh, so you have somebody go through them and see which ones are sub whatever year they're crazy valuable. You look for the wheat pennies, all the, uh, what was it, uh, bison? I oh, know those are nickels, aren't so, they? So, well, their yeah. first thought was Coinstar. Uh, but they didn't want to lose 8%, and logistically it wouldn't work since it would be a pain to get the pennies there, and just just a bag or two would probably jam the machine. Uh, they called around to banks, and none of them, none of the banks were interested in taking the pennies. None of them. Jeez. One bank manager even said, don't even bring them here. Hmm. Saying they don't have room in their vault to accept bulk pennies. Wow. So, yes, a million pennies would be 10000 bucks, but... Uh, but the couple things, there's more value in in the uniqueness of the collection. And yes, it's possible there are rare pennies in there. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna sell it to a museum for twelve grand? So they, well, look they put at up it? ads online saying, Hey, you want all these pennies? Twenty five thousand dollars. But it's only worth ten thousand? But listen yeah, but to me, there could be some rares in there. It, there's you gotta, gotta find yeah, them. There's but... gotta be why else or is this just a was this a penny collector? Does somebody have a they don't know why. They didn't know the pennies were there. They were cleaning out the house and found all the pennies. I, I, I'm, I'm talking hoarding about the parent. problem. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah. do they have a hoarding issue with just this one particular item? Love pennies. Hmm. Yeah, and maybe so. Maybe it's one of those, like, I'm just going to start collecting pennies, and they started doing it when they were 25. Uh, the, the crazy thing is that this collection amassed, and the children never knew. Right. Right? Like, if my yeah. dad had some, well, maybe maybe not. Hmm. If they had some weird <clears throat> collection thing, well, would you tell anybody? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe not. Huh. So they're offering $25,000. Hey, take all these pennies. I mean, they're worth $10,000 monetarily, but there could be, it could be something of value in here. You got to sift through a million pennies. Yeah, I'll, t I'll give them a grand for it. 
I want to know what it looks like. Like, what does a million pennies? Oh, it actually popped up. What does a million? So pennies so far, look like? they've just been they've just been uh, lowballed as far as offers go. Yeah, I did, just offered a, a thousand. Let's did, see if they take it. did you see what the weight is of that? Let's say let's say there is a million pennies. That's two point three tons. There's a photo of a million pennies spread into Penny Field in Rockefeller Center. Let's see that. That's interesting. Hmm. I mean, uh, this would be. This is a million pennies. You count this by weighing it. Look at this. That is a million pennies. So they say. Oh man, that's a city block. Hmm. Well, so, so the kids are like, we don't know why they stash all the pennies. They think maybe, maybe they intentionally converted paychecks to copper pennies, believing their value would be worth more over time. Interesting. So it's like you, know, you see all those commercials. Invest in silver, invest in gold. I think they wanted to invest in copper, so they bought copper pennies. Yeah, copper's That's, a great way to start building up some kind of metal investment, you know. That I guess so. That will stay around and be valuable forever, but are, not Are pennies valuable. 100%? 100% no, 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 no. They're oh, zinc now. Yeah. They okay. used to be. They they converted them back in the uh in the 80s. Cuz I was so going to say pennies are not copper anymore. They're zinc. Oh, cuz it says the average annual market price of copper peaked at $9,322 US dollars per metric ton. So they got tw you know over 20 grand worth if it were all copper. Yeah, if the pennies were before the 80s, they're they're copper. Oh man, bummer. <laughs> but now they're now it's, it's some it's, zinc alloy. Is that is that not the worst? You have something that's of value, that's of no value. Yeah. Unless you know what yeah. I mean, like oh, that's the worst. Think you're sitting on a gold mine, but nope. Um, there are ways to teach people valuable lessons. This is not one of these ways. <laughs> so, a guy in Belgium, man, we we had a story like this a couple months ago. Faked his death. And then went to his own funeral in a helicopter as part of a dramatic prank to teach his family and friends lessons about staying in touch. What a jerk. This is a, this guy's a douche. The guy's name is David Barton. He's 45. He is a TikTok creator. Oh. oh. He told his wife and kids about the plan and helped. Uh, they, they helped him pull it off. So one of his daughters helped to trick his followers and friends in what many online people have said, this is cruel, this is awful. She wrote on social media, rest in peace, Daddy. I will never stop thinking about you. Oh, my God. Guess who's never going to stay in touch with this guy after this? Yeah. Dozens of family and friends attended the fake funeral and were waiting for the ceremony to start. And they were, they were waiting for the hearse to pull up to wherever they were. But nope, helicopter lands. How dramatic as well. Yeah, David, is, along with a camera crew, hops out. Greeted his mourners with, uh, cheers to you all. Welcome to my funeral. <laughs> Some were relieved. Some were relieved. Like, oh, my God, you're not dead. You, you've come back from the from the dead. Ran out of the field, gave him a hug. Uh, others, like, were in the parking lot going, what the hell is happening? <laughs> right. He said, what I see in my family often hurts me. I never get invited to anything. I wonder why. Hmm, that's Nobody weird. sees me. We all grew apart. I felt unappreciated. That's why I wanted to give them a life lesson and show them that you shouldn't wait until somebody's dead to meet up with them. I think it's a dead lesson. Thoughts? Well, he's a douche. But <laughs> and So that's the first thought. But now I'm thinking, like, this guy's getting to do what I think everybody on the planet has at least one 
thought on, which is like, I wonder what my funeral will be like mm. or, or my life. Who my, will show up? Who will show up? What, you know, like if you've ever watched one of my favorite shows is Six Feet Under and it's all about a funeral home. And so um, there's different moments where the dead people come back and get to see their funerals. And I mean, you know, we don't know what happens after death. Do you get to go to see your celebration of life for your funeral? Who knows? But, like, I feel like everybody has that thought. So this guy actually got to experience that. This selfish jackass got to experience that at the expense of everyone else's emotions. I know. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying he got to do that. Well, Well, and, of course, he put it on TikTok. That's very brave of him. Yeah. What? It's pretty funny, though. Yeah, this is... I mean, it's quite cruel. There's a great Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Sure. About this. Isn't it... uh, The first one of the latest season, I believe. Yeah, but who... It's a famous director. Yeah, it's Albert uh, Brooks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and he stops his own funeral because he doesn't like the speeches people are giving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah, they yeah, find yeah. out he wants he's to give a, notes. Yeah, they didn't. Su- he didn't surprise people by yeah. doing that. But I mean, yeah. this is Mark Twain. This is the Huck Finn scene, right? But then they see their own funeral. Oh yeah. Like every, right. This has been supplanted in American folklore for hundred years. I'm like, what would it be like to see your own funeral? Mm-hmm. This guy found out. He did. Yeah, but his real funeral is going to have half that amount of people. Yeah, uh, he, who cares? He won't be there. All right, here's another story. Uh, reporters <laughs> in New Orleans, they were at a family home on uh, on Monday, this past Monday, reporting on the tragic death of a popular local chef named Demetric Scott. Okay? Demetric had been missing for about two weeks. He hadn't responded to any attempts to reach him. He didn't show up to work. Dude just vanished. His family reported him missing, and then they were notified by the coroner's office that a dead body was found dumped in the ninth ward, and it was believed to be Demetric's body. Mm. No tests had been done, and the family apparently hadn't viewed the body yet, but reporters were already at the home. The family was already eulogizing him, but while the reporters were still on the scene... Dimitrik just suddenly showed up, walked, just walked <laughs> up to the cameras, walked up to the cameras. Jeez. A camera crew was there rolling as the dude came from nowhere. Oh, tell, me say, he, gotcha. tell me he did the. He was hey guys, very much alive on? and he was well. Reporters were stunned. Family was stunned. One asked him where he'd been. He said, I've been around. Hmm. Here he is. On camera, the, I mean, literally moments after he just showed up. I've been around, just trying to, you know, take some time for myself. You know what I mean? I, you know, work hard and essentially just needed a, a moment to just sit down and come down and take a break from work and just everything. You know what I mean? Like, I have family, I have friends, I have community, and I just needed to just sit down in the corner and just think. And you know what? Listening to him talk, I believe him. Like, I, I don't yeah, think there just... was anything genuinely... Like, he didn't want people to think he was dead. I think he just wanted to get away. Right. Just needed a moment to breathe. I He, he seemed genuine. I just think he was going through some stuff. He Hopefully he's in a better headspace now. He doesn't look like he's on drugs or anything like that. He looks very healthy. No, no, no. He just needed, he just needed a minute, and it's unfortunate that uh, there was a body found, and they, like, you know, jumped to connect well, it to Well, also, right? I mean... It's just bad timing, bad we'll luck. We'll put some of it on him, too, because family and friends were looking for the guy. He's been gone for two weeks. Imagine you just two, leaving. Oh, I thought you said two days. No, two weeks. Two weeks. That's pretty, that's pretty yeah, he should have told somebody, hey, I'm just going to go off the grid of for course. a couple days if anybody caught, like, I'm all right. But also, like, this is the problem with instant gratification in 
everything that we want. Like, there should have been a little bit more investigative reporting before jumping to, you know, everybody wants the story. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of on the mm. community, like the family, him, as well yeah. as the media in that town, like, jumping to a conclusion. Well, they did find a body. Was, did he not go to work either? He, yeah, he didn't go to work. Yeah, but wait till the body's identified. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's more to this story. I know a bender when I hear one. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've been on a few. I know a hard bender when I hear one. Like, I've been around. Yeah. Oh, I just needed some time. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I've just, just tied one on. Anytime I've gone off grid like that, usually I was I was on a tear somewhere. Two weeks, though. That's a long one. That's a long I'll one. I'll give you that. But if he had been showing up for work and just, like, disconnected from friends and family, I'd be like, yeah, maybe he just needed a timeout. But, like, just not showing up for two weeks, just going off. He was on an adventure somewhere, dude. Mm -hmm. He wasn't just, where was he sitting? What he's, corner was he sitting in? He's he probably said, out of the country. I had to sit in a corner and think. What corner? <laughs> corner of Hollywood and Vine. That's what corner, baby. Uh, and this is New Orleans, by the way. There's a lot of places to yeah. disappear. Oh, yeah. Okay, now... It's all starting to come a little clearer. <laughs> yeah, police are still investigating, by the way, uh, you know, the whole dead body thing. There was a dead body found. Yeah. And I don't know why somebody thought this person was him or how things got as far as they did without more confirmation. Yeah, that's, right. That's wild. That's wild. That's bad journalism right there. Bad reporting. But he just, uh, well, if the family, I mean. They it, identified that. First of all, bad family. That's well, him. Well, the family says, I mean, this guy's a popular chef in the area, like a well-known chef in New Orleans. If the family says he's dead, I mean, the reporters would probably think the family did their due diligence. I guess so. Mm -hmm. What due diligence? Identifying the body. I mean, don't you have to identify a body? I don't know. If the family says uh, Dimitri's dead. You want to do a report on it? Okay. I feel like they kind of gave up. They're like, we haven't talked to him in two weeks. He's got to be dead. And then they found they find a body. And there's a body that sort of maybe looks like him. <laughs> and and finally, somebody coming back to life. This is out of Ecuador. And this story is, this is a nightmare. Okay. <laughs> this is wild. Do you see this? I know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, people in Ecuador were at a wake. And... The dead person started banging on the coffin oh. from inside. <laughs> Man. Do you think there's a rhythm to it? Dun, 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 dun. Uh, this, this video is wild. 76-year-old woman, Bella Montoya, she regained consciousness during her wake last Friday. And there's did, now the video you have showing the medics, like the um, medics like tending to her after her relatives, after her relatives realized Mom's still alive. So I guess they didn't do the embalming or anything no. like that in that? Mm -mm. No, she, she could be or seen clearly that. breathing as she's removed from the casket and placed onto a stretcher. Whoa. So the wake was held just four hours after she was declared dead, with a medical examiner even providing the woman's son with the death certificate. Yeah, there's all sorts of investigations going on, too, at this hospital. So her, her, her cause of death was listed as cardiorespiratory arrest. So according to the son, the cardiorespiratory arrest caused her to suffer catalepsy, which I'd never heard of, if I'm saying that right. A trance-like condition uh, where the body becomes rigid, almost like rigor mortis. You, you have no sensitivity to pain or anything, and, and your body functions, like breathing, slow to almost you can't, they're undetectable. Wow. Jeez. So uh, because of that, the hospital staff was like, she did. 
She passed away. So the, the woman is now being tended to at the same hospital that declared her dead. Oh. And her oh. son says she's in stable condition. She's still alive. Bro. It's a tough, tough video to watch, too, because she kind That was of- a little coffin also. <laughs> right. Can we talk about that? I know that listeners can't see it, but they had her stuffed in a very tiny coffin. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know... I mean, she doesn't look like a big it's lady. It's fit to size. It's fit to size. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, they got her on her side, dude. No they kind of got her jammed in there on yeah, her side a little you know, bit. It's putting a. What do you want? I don't know. Putting a size nine yeah, right. in a in a size eight shoe. Well, it just seems like they tossed I mean, her in there pretty quick. Listen, she's on a concrete floor. I don't know if these are. Stands. And it's Ecuador. Hey, man, I'm just making an observation here. But it, I mean. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, on concrete floor, the coffin looks nice. How about thank God she had the wherewithal to start banging on, on yeah. the coffin? Yeah, lid. the yeah, strength to do that. The strength to do that. So their Ministry of Health has assigned a technical team to investigate why a death certificate was so, you know, erroneously rubber stamped. What if that other guy flew in on the helicopter? <laughs> I was like, "Welcome to your mother's funeral. You should have taken better care of her. I was, Look how tiny this coffin is. You should be ashamed of yourself." I was watching that full video too. The, the the guy walking across the field getting out of the helicopter. There's tons and tons of kids there. Now think about like kids. Think about your first funeral you ever saw. Like I mean, a kid in general. Anything that ha- yeah, anything that happens to you, you basically think is fairly normal, right? I mean, if it's happening to you, it's it's fairly normal. Right. <laughs> this let's say this is some of these kids' first funerals that they're going to forever now. Every damn funeral they're going to go to, they're like, well. There's a chance. They see a helicopter and they're like, oh, God, I've been had again? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how normal is this? Candid camera. Those kids are jacked. Right. The boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's a dick. I know. I'm mad at him. I don't like that. I don't like him either. No, it's not okay. It's not okay playing with my emotions like that. Right. And it doesn't teach anybody the lesson you're trying to teach them. Like, it taught me is that I probably shouldn't be friends with this guy. Right. All right, uh... That's your news, by the way. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play Do It, Bitch. We had fun playing yesterday. I had a good time. Let's play again. Great. Uh, Moon, if you would, The Great Wheel. The Great Wheel has Summon the wheel. Summon the wheel. It's up. It's ready to go. All right, put everybody's name on the wheel. Uh, uh, King Scott, Moon, Rafe, Learn will spin the Great Wheel to pick the teams out. So the Great Wheel will decide the two teams. Each team will have a gambler and a guesser. The guesser will leave the room. I will give the gamblers a category. They will go back and forth betting how many things their teammate could get in that category, name in that category, in 10 seconds. Yes. If the gambler thinks the other team overplayed their hand, they will say, do it, bitch. Mm -hmm. And we'll bring the guessers back in. We'll see if the guesser can make good on the gamble. We'll play best of five. Losing team gets shot with the airsoft gun. I guess I'll back one of the teams. Great. If if the team I back loses, I'll be up for an airsoft uh, an airsoft gun shot as well. Should you take the shot for the two losers? No. Or? Okay. <laughs> so you guys on the phone, we'll pick which team you want to back. 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Scott, get me four people. Let's um let's spin for the teams. All right, I'll call them real quick. Let's spin for the teams. Give me some audio. All right, here we go. Spinning for the teams. And here we go. Round and round she goes. And we've got Learn. Whoa. 
Okay, so learn you're definitely playing. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Right, take learn's name off the wheel, and your teammate will be... Looky here. Rematch. Rematch. Oh. Learn and Rafe <laughs> once again. Southern Illinois is going to rise again. So, yeah, we're playing again. Y'all got swept. Learn and Rafe versus King Scott and Moon. I wonder if because you all are family, if it, if you do have a uh, benefit over we're Rafe and I. We're hardly family. Yeah. What? Cousin brothers. Well, cousins, cousins, cousins of cousins. You're cousin brothers. Yeah. He reads. I watch TV and stuff. We uh, made some mistakes yesterday. We, we did. We underbid a couple times. Yeah. Okay, well, now that you're used to playing the game, who am I going to back? Oh, I can only imagine. We'll find out after the break. The Rizzuto Show. Don't you look at me we know. Oh, do we? <laughs> I think so. I could right. surprise you. Maybe. Eh. I'm going to look at y'all's uh, faces during the break to see who looks the most nervous. Can I? Not playing to my uh, decision. Can we uh, request that our other cheek is aimed for if we do lose? You could request it, doesn't mean it could be granted. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> uh, nice weather yesterday, spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of Chesterfield Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at MoonLovesWoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com.
Hey, this is Jim Florentine, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I mean, you're a grown man. Are you still doing birthdays? You know what I mean? That, that's for kids. Birthdays are for kids. All right, great. So it's your birthday. I'll meet you at Chuck E. Cheese. We'll play some games and have some cake. Yay. <laughs> Yay. He's got the best voice. Yes, he does. All right, let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh All right, we are playing Do It, Bitch. This is the second day in a row we're playing. Same teams, actually. The Great Wheel decided the teams, and it's King Scott and Moon versus Rafe Endler. Once again, could this be redemption for Better be. Rafe Better and be. Learn, who got swept yesterday? You got this. Yeah. So uh, the Great Wheel decided the teams. Each team will have a gambler and a guesser. The guesser will leave the room. I will give the gamblers a category. They will have to go back and forth betting how many things their teammate could name in that particular category in 10 seconds. If the gambler thinks the other team has overplayed their hand, they'll say, do it, bitch. We'll bring the gamblers back in, and we'll see if the guesser could make good on the gamble. And we'll play best of five, losing team, get shot with the airsoft gun, and I have to back one team. <laughs> right. I have to back one of the teams. And if the team I back wins, well, I'm safe. My ass is safe. Yeah. Uh, if the team I back loses, well, I'm up for a shot, too. Yes. Man, now my stomach is in a knot, too. Oh, good. It should be. You want my stress ball? Uh, well, your stomach is in a knot. Aww. You don't have to answer any question, but your stomach is in a knot. I can do the crying em emoji. Yeah, come on. Here's you. <laughs> my stomach uh, is oh, in a knot. Stop that. <laughs> stop pressing buttons, Moon. <laughs> I would never. I would never. Do that without permission. <laughs> oh, baby oh, Riz. Oh, there's Riz. Oh, he's, he's participating. <laughs> the way you look at us whenever you play this stuff. I was going to back you guys. No, you weren't. Oh. <clears throat> and you're still going to back me. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, still going to. No, I'm going to back Learn and Rafe. Oh, wow. Because oh, I hate you that much. I can't possibly oh, be on a team right you're, now. You're, Just right now, temporarily. Yeah, it's fine. You're going to put. Uh, you're going to put even more pressure on them. Guys, hey. I hate to be Can right you now. guys handle it? Yes! That's a lot of pressure, man. Yesterday was just a right test now. round, and I, now I'm reared up and ready to go. Why I feel that like you got reared up yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you guys finally, you know, got the We have the proper and... motivation. We got two sore asses today. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So Moon and I aren't sore. I know. You're going right, to be. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's see who's going to be with you guys. Uh, let's go to Joe. Joe, do you want to back uh, Team Rafe and Learn or Moon and King Scott? Moon and King Scott. Yeah, All baby. right, hang on. Yeah, baby. Your funeral choice. Pal. Not a bad choice. <laughs> Austin, are you going to back Moon and King Scott or Rafe and Learn? Moon and King Scott. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yesterday definitely tainted <laughs> our the listeners' uh, Matt, are you backing Moon and King Scott or Rafe and Learn? I'm backing Rafe and Learn. Oh, oh, man, I like good, it. Babe. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll start with the winners from yesterday, uh, Moon and King Scott. Yeah, who's going to be your first guesser and gambler? You know, I went uh, yesterday as the first guesser. So, Scott, why don't you go outside, okay. and, I, and I'll be the first So bidder. Moon will be the first gambler. Yes. Okay. Uh, for Team Rafe and Learn. All right. Who's going to be the guesser and the gambler first? Um, I will be the guest, the gambler. Yeah, you gamble. Let's switch gamble. it up. Yeah, yeah let's gamble. swap okay. out. Last day was me versus Moon. I never got to go. All right. Let's just switch things up. Let's just forget about yesterday. I'll go outside with King Scott. Okay, so you guys, so King Scott and Rafe will be the guessers for round yeah. number one. Moon and Learn will be the gamblers. All right. Okay, guessers out of the out. room. Get out. Okay. 
Get out. Guessers leave. Scott, loosen the mind. Don't let him get in. Don't let him get in there. Okay. Hey, hey, you're hey. going down. Hey, you know what? I love you, but I hate you right now. <laughs> okay. Your first category is Asian countries. Ooh, Asian countries. Asian countries. Now, yesterday we had African countries. Today we got Asian countries. Yeah. So I'll start with, with Ooh, Moon. That's, that's How tough. many Asian countries in 10 seconds can King Scott name? Man, that is really tough. I'm going to say four. So he says four. Hmm. Learn, how many do you think Rafe could name? Anything over four or do a bitch? I think I'm going to go, he can get six. six. Oh, you think so? I you do. really so think so? a world traveler. Hmm. Six Asian countries. Uh, Moon, do I hear seven yeah. for King Scott? Hmm. You know what? I'll say, uh, I'll say he's got seven in him. He's going to do seven. So you think King Scott will name seven? I do. I do. I think King Scott will do seven. Learn, do you think Rafe could name eight or do it, bitch, for Scott? Yeah, I think I think uh, Rafe. Well, you do. Mm. I'm, I'm looking at the Asian countries right now. Oh, are you? I'm looking at them and I'm thinking like, making... I mean, he's a smart guy. He's very How smart. How many are there? How many yeah, Asian don't countries? Get the, there's like 30. Don't, don't get the pressure. The t- I mean, do you remember the timer? Uh, it's it's 10 seconds, right? Ten, 10 saying, seconds. How many? And, he, and he's searching for U boats. It's, it's at boom, eight. It's at eight boom. right now. It's at eight. Uh, do it, bitch. Oh, oh really? Oh, all right. I thought you were gonna give Rafe a shot. Okay, bring in the gussers. I love the fact that you have no faith in him. No, I mean it's just. Oh no, no, no! I tell you, I mean no, no, nothing. I'm I mean looking nothing. at him. I'm thinking this is exactly maybe what you how mean. Many, you know. Rafe, she has no faith in you, sir. No faith. I do have faith in That's you. That's a long debate. King this Scott, better. King Scott will be the guesser. All right. All That's what fa- I like. All the faith in you, brother. Yeah, King right. Scott will be the guesser. Just go to, go to well, nature. I just, I just paid my first down payment in rent in King Scott's head out there. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you knew the drill. Hey, guy, get out of my mind. What are you doing in my mind over here? Stop listening to him. Okay. Ten seconds. <clears throat> to name seven Uh-oh. Asian countries. Okay. Oh, Philippines, Japan, China, North Korea, South Korea, uh, uh, India, uh, 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 I said Vietnam. Uh, uh, bitch. You got seven. That's eight. Oh. I didn't count eight, but I did count seven. Uh, so you got it. All right. <sighs> For all those Asian countries. I thought I was, Wow. I felt like I had way less than that. Yes, those Philippines. They were all. He got it. Yeah. I'll take that. Are the Philippines an Asian country? They are. Or is that annexed by the United States? My brother. Republic Asia. be in Asia. Yeah, it's in Asia. Philippines, I believe, is an Asian country, yes. Yeah. All right. My brother. Hey, look, man. I'm arguing on behalf of all of our asses here. So what do we get? Philippines, North and South Korea. What else? Japan. India. Japan, China, Vietnam. Vietnam. What's the seventh did you one? You say China? He said India. India. He did not say China, say, which I found interesting. Yeah, what did Indonesia? You say? I didn't say China. Mm-mm. That was like the thought in my head. Did you say I thought Indonesia? I said Indonesia. I counted eight. So yeah, what, Indonesia. Philippines. Was that, I, uh, I don't even know what I said. <sighs> Philippines. You guys are supposed to be paying you said attention. Vietnam. You said both. Oh, uh, you guys are supposed to be paying India. attention. <laughs> he's, he's, I was, he got it. He got it. He got it. All right, let's get the. We all got our fingers out. Thanks for having that much. Yeah, buddy. You almost geography. didn't start on time, geography. by the way. What's that? You almost didn't start on time. <clears throat> well, it, you were like surprised. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going now. All right. All right, so Learn and Moon are out of the room. Damn. Man alive. Thought I had you at the end there, <laughs> dude. I saw you. <laughs> Your brain started to stall out. I could, I was like, I already said China, and I didn't even say okay, that. Okay, the category is 
Hair metal bands. <laughs> hair metal bands. All right, now let's get specific on this because we, she and I had this conversation yesterday. and Because she's like, tell me what you're weak in. Tell me what you're strong in. And like, if we get into weird subgenres of music, I don't know how nitpicky we're going to be. Yeah, because because I'm like I don't. If you tell me like name new metal bands, I'm probably gonna name some hard metal bands, and I'm like, are we gonna get? So so how picky are we gonna get on? Is hair it basically metal? any metal band from the '80s is a hair uh, band? '80s right? hair metal band. So would 80s. that in, would Could that include, Metallica even be in that? Would that include Poison? Yes. Would that include Motley Crue? Yes. Would that include? Okay. Is that kind of what we're looking for? One. Yes. Rat. Wow. Yes. Bullet Boys. Those uh, types. Of I would things. even throw in Guns N' Roses. Okay. At first, they started as hair metal. Well, has band. has Lerner ever heard like older rock and roll? Okay. So yeah. I'll start with Rafe. Eight. You said Lerner can name eight hair metal bands. Eight. Can Moon name nine? He can name nine. Ten. Ten for Lerner. Right. Do it, bitch. Do it, bitch. I'm tired Whoa. of letting them. I, we didn't even get the guess yesterday. I ain't doing this again. So it's at 10. It's at 10, dude. I'm not letting my... I, I'm going to live and die by my partner. I have faith in her. I'm going to let her she, determine she, my ass's future. When they future. walk in, don't say anything. Okay. okay. I All will right. let them know. Let them in? Bring them in. <clears throat> Here come the guessers. Here they come. Here they come. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. So who's going to be guessing here? Tell you who's who's going to be guessing? Oh, it's Lauren. I feel it. Lauren is going to be guessing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of letting them dictate the future of my ass. Thank you. Lauren, and you guys, please help with the count. And and there's yes, three. Of course we will. You got okay. this. We did last Thank time. You. I'll get the first three, and you guys get the rest. Name ten. Oh. Oh. Ten. Ouch. That's a lot. Hair metal bands. Metallica. Uh, Megadeth. Oh my God! Def Leppard, um, Bon Jovi, Vixen. Um. Oh my God! You didn't even get close. <laughs> He's yelling at you. Does he really love you? Well, I started with metal. Ah! I was hair metal. metal. And then you went hair. And I was like, oh crap! Hair, hair metal. metal. We even had this conversation. I said, how nitpicky are we going to get? And you never even said Motley Crue. I know. I was, I was, oh my God! I'm turning in my Monday Night Metal card right now. <laughs> Monday <laughs> Night Metal. <laughs> only got five. <laughs> Monday Night Metal's host only got five <laughs> hair metal bands. Five. Are you freaking? Hey, five. I, that's kidding a, me. That's Dude, a familiar number. That's pressure. our score. I came to the pressure, okay? I thought we were going to go, name 10 dudes' names. Like, yes, dudes' names. I thought that was a layup. <laughs> I thought for I sure. Thought, I, I felt bad. I was like, no. as a collective blanket, no. never go 10 with me. Never go 10 <laughs> hey, in this hey. game. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen for anybody. I thought you were going to dunk on them hard. <laughs> yeah. so right I was waiting I'm for so it to pissed. pew. All right. <laughs> She's get so the mad. guessers out. She's so bad. All right. Guessers out. Well, I, I'm sweating now. I'm definitely getting shot. My heart rate is up to 130. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, dude, what's my heart rate? Hey, Siri, what's my heart rate? I bet you it's wild. Hey, honestly, that's a tough one, dude. That's not a tough one. It's not a tough one. Ten is tough on I anything. start with Megadeth. Or no, start with Metallica, which is not a hair metal band. I, I, I could even make an argument for it. We, we would have counted that. I'd have counted I, I, I got I hung up. I go, oh, wait, like hair metal. Guns N' Roses is, I, it could be a hair metal band. I'd have counted that, and you're my mortal enemy, and I would have counted that right now. All right. Well. All right, gamblers. <clears throat> F. The category is cities in Illinois. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, Cities in Illinois. It's to, it's to her, right? Uh, no, it's to you, Moon. Oh, it is. <laughs> Cities in Illinois. How many cities in Illinois do you think King Scott could name? Uh, yeah, you know, hmm. I'm going to say... In 10 seconds. Man, I bet you... I bet you he could do... <laughs> he could do nine. I'm going 10 for Rafe. 10 for Rafe. He can do it. 10 Illinois cities in 10 seconds. Hmm. Moon? You seem really confident in that. I'm really pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> I bet you, I mean, I think Scott, I mean, world travel, he's been through there a hundred times. I'm just thinking in my, my head. Yeah, he could do 11. I think Rafe can do 12. Can Rafe Southern do Illinois. 12 in Illinois? Not Southern it's Illinois, 12, the whole state. Got the whole 12, state. The whole can state. he name 12 cities in Illinois in 10 seconds? Yeah, he can. Okay. Do it, bitch. There Let's we go. go. Let's right, go. Don't say anything By the way, when they I, walk that's in. the name don't of the game. I would never I'm, call I'm, you that. I'm the host. Hey, hey, hey. I would never call you that. That's the name of the game. It's at 12, right? Hey, hey, hey. It's at 12, right? It's at 12. Okay, bring it back. Don't say anything. Don't say a word. I not like that at all. I say that maybe feel terrible. That's all right. Though. Relax. We all know it's, it's a, a joke. Hey. I know. I just I don't, I don't I don't like the feeling. Here. Come on in, guys. Come on now. Bring those bitches in. Yep. <laughs> I, say, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I can see you. I love it. Okay. Here we go. All right. Now remember. Hey. Oh, this is King, hey. King Scott and Moon could win Look this. Her, uh, trust me, I'm fully aware. I was outside just <laughs> making King Scott smack me on the butt cheeks to numb him up. <laughs> Rafe, you are the guesser. Good. All right. We are going to win this, baby. No, you're We're not. We're going to win it right not here. Not here, you're not. Hey, I have all the faith in you right Don't now. Don't worry. All the faith. This is it. You have to name 12. Oh, my God. 12. Yeah, Okay. 12. Get the number in your head. Think Holy about the number. Crap, Visualize dude. it. <laughs> Holy smoke. That's good. You got it. It's, it's, it's going to be good. I'm so bummed I'm not guessing. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not come in prepared. It was a harsh negotiation, by get the way. Your, get your, just, I didn't come in here prepared to have to name hey. a dozen things. Hey. <laughs> hey, Scott, get your fingers. Get your 12 right. fingers ready. Right, I'll get my 12 fingers. I get your tree. Yeah, take your, kick your shoes off, man. Nine, nine, eight, seven, six, you know plus five is eleven. I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. What? I, I have full stop, confidence stop, stop, stop. in you here. You're only saying that because your butt's on the line. Yep. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. No, you got this. You totally. Right. Have I mean, that's this. a lot. Rafe, in ten seconds, name twelve cities in Illinois: Springfield, Mattoon, West Frankfort, Benton, Duquoin, Dow, Elkville, Edwardsville, Collinsville, Granite City. Is Elkville? Is that? And he missed by one. That's eleven. He didn't get Chicago either. Oh, well, how, 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 how many did he get? He got, it was he got eleven. Gosh, oh. it was only eleven. I thought it was twelve. No, I thought, I I thought he got it. I thought I got it with the last one. I thought you got I it too. I lost count. Where the heck? Sure, is it was Elkville? only eleven. I, I, I got to eleven I, on I my fingers. I got to eleven on my fingers as well. Of course, oh. I only have eleven fingers, but. Elkville is a I mean, place in Illinois. Wow. I thought you had it, dude. I thought you had it. To, to be honest, I thought yeah. you had it. I wasn't counting because... You should have had it. I thought I had it. I thought I did 12. Oh, you got Pontiac. You had... I was what? ready to dunk. Riz, what did he get? Was it 11 Alton or 12? was my slam. It was 11. Is what? We both had 11. Timer. Alton was my dunk. He didn't name Chicago. Came up short. Rimmed out. I thought you were going up 50... They're 57. You were like, Benton, Marion, hmm. West Frankfurt. Dude, I was just... I, West, I mean, I wasn't going East up any... I was just going into the files, bro. <laughs> I was looking at Ooh. a map. 
Mm. On, and I'm just shouting cities. Well, hey. another sweep by yeah. Team King Scott. Uh, I hate you guys so much. It's right not a big now. deal. I'm sorry. Man. A lot of winners back today, to though. wrong team. No, hold Hey, the good news today. is there's a lot of winners today. Yeah, yeah, we had two people pick our team. Yeah. Three. Did we really? No, two. No, two, two on the phone. Oh, Man, yeah. dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you had it. I can't believe you Man. got it by one. Hey, by, by the way, I said you could do 11. I put you, yeah. I put you out there, I mean, brother. I put you out there. Yeah. I should have done Up to zip. You, I, you did 11 up to zip. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I, everybody's, I, everybody's feedback saying it's it was 11. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, all right. Man, all right. I just want to make sure. That was that, good though. I thought yeah. I don't want to be Well, you want me to take my shot? I'm going to take my shot first. Yeah, baby. Whatever, man. What do you mean whatever, man? I'm bummed. Dude, I'm so sorry. Poke it out ass. I'm so sorry for you. Keep dude. my husband. You I, know what I'm talking about? I really thought you scored it. Uh, I know. One shot. That was good. Dude. One shy. Sorry. Ah. Oh. More all than right. half. Well, all right. I'm going to take my <laughs> Scott, we we filmed this place. Gonna you take my it. It's been a while here, since I've posted it. Damn it, I should have said Moon and Kingston. No, you shouldn't when I have. Yes. Moon so much. No, you, you picked the You give them yesterday. <laughs> name 10 uh, girls' names. What do you mean? I get. Name 10 girls' names. Riz is over there. He goes, he goes damn it, should have picked Moon and King Scott. I love it. Uh, I gave you the layup of hair metal bands. What? You were on KC for 15 years. I was a disgrace to myself. Wait, did you just hear this? He gave, he gave oh. you. He's leaning. Yeah. And you know, and we kind of knew it. We suspected I'm not it. Leaning anywhere. But I never would have accused you of it until you I confessed. I wasn't leaning anywhere. You confessed. Could shut your mouth. Shame. Shame. Still won. Even the, the integrity won. of the game. Go ahead. Hey, uh, can you, you get my left go cheek? Go I've It's been requested. I get it. You're, you're, you're far over there. Who, I'm far over there? Yeah, hang on. There's only enough room over oh, here. All right, all right, all right. People lined up. Okay, are you ready? No. Hey, 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 get the butt out. Get the butt out. My butt is out, buddy. Yeah, but your jeans were oh, loose. Get out of here. You've got Dude, loose jeans. All the way. There you go. Oh, yeah. It's Look at out. <laughs> All right, you ready? I assume that All right. Nice. Are you ready? No! Hand. I don't want nobody to touch Three, me. Three, two, one. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, 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 Three, oh, 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 two, oh, oh, one. Oh, 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 I forgot how much that hurts. Rafe's clutch. <laughs> I'm going to move. The way Rafe's bottom just tinged. Oh, that was amazing. Ooh, oh, man, that does hurt. Put the gun down, Rafe. Yep. God. Ooh, Bro, man, that's, that was that's like hard. right on the bullseye of my ass. Like no, on the left. No. But you did do the left cheek, and yeah, I appreciate I, yeah, that. Oh, man. Oh. 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 Uh, I thought for sure I was going to get it first again. I was, then when I hit you, I wanted oh, it no. first. And then I wasn't ready to get it second. Man. I just went down the line, man. I'm just going right there. No, I know I was getting shot first. I can feel the welt like already through my jeans. Right? And it starts throbbing. It's so stupid. Uh, I, I hate this. I, I, I hate this. I, I mean, I love the game, but I hate this punishment. Why do you do this? I hate this, this show. Do you want yeah. to, this darn gun, man. Do you want to lay down your arms? Whoa. I'm sorry? You want to lay down your arms? Well, as the as the fire squad? The... Hey, listen, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> it is important. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Woo. doing I'm just doing my duty. All right. That was good. You hit me in the exact same spot <laughs> oh, close shoot. to my bunghole. I'm sorry. I on th the other on side. On the other cheek. Oh, that okay. Oh, okay. I like, I no, know I'm saying like it is almost I can feel yeah. like the triangulation of fire. 
<laughs> yeah, I call that a good grouping. Listen, yeah, mm-hmm. you got a you got a good you got a good shot over here. Get so many text messages from my metalhead friends going, I am so disappointed in you right now. <laughs> I yes. got like two rings on the if I bent over and spread my cheeks, it says, Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Oh. Uh, let's hey, let's calm down everybody. Let's regroup. How's the boy right. scout? We'll take a break. Free of the week is next. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Hey, Scott. We're all standing for the rest of the show. <laughs> Haven't lost a point, buddy. Oh, I had good. that Illinois thing. I, I had Virgins. There were like five schools just in my little county school. I just should have went through Elvarado. I left Virgins out because I thought Alton was the dunk. I can't count. Dang it. All right, 831. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, open up the chat room, by the way, for uh, for name suggestions for the Freak of the Week. Hey, this is David Tell, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Uh, all right, everybody's uh, tissues okay? No. Mine feels yeah, great. Mine feels good. <laughs> <laughs> See, the sting goes away after about five minutes. Yeah. Right. It's fine. But that's when the bruise comes. But the yeah. stink stays. The sting? What? The stink stays? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the stink, stink stays. The stink does stay. Uh, speaking of stinky, <laughs> it's time for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. So off week last week, we weren't here uh, last Thursday. It's back with a vengeance for this week. If you would open up the Riz Show chat room. Open. This is where we need you guys to name our freaks. So Learn will read the freaks for us. You guys will name the freaks in the chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. And then at the end, when Learn is done reading the third and final ad, and that ad has been named, we will then vote for our favorite freak via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. So we are staying in Canada for today's Craigslist Freak of the Week. Uh, everybody ready? Sure. Yes, sir. All good? Chapman Pay attention. Prepare. Pay attention. Here we go. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Ad number one. Learn coming at you. Experimental dinner. Woman for man, 48 years old, Toronto. I've been a chef for 20 years here in Toronto. I've crafted some of the best menus in town. I'm now uninspired, and I'm finding traditional meals boring. Looking for an adventurous culinary guinea pig. I will host at my home because I have a pro kitchen. This will be a 10-course meal with wine. Our mouths will water together once we bite into this wild experimental menu. Instead of the usual proteins, I'll be using meats, spices, and vegetables that have the same taste and textures of that of human waste. (laughs) 
What? There will also be a course that will smell like old roadkill. This is not for the weak stomached. All of the courses will be paired perfectly with a very expensive wine. There will be a dress code. You and I will not be wearing much. I'll put it that way. I also expect a romantic moment for dessert. No condom needed. You must be chubby so I know that you're a good eater. <laughs> P.S. Want to try my special ice cream? Okay. Ooh. All right. There you go. There no is our way. There's our first ad. Wait. Okay. <laughs> I have questions, but I guess I'll wait till they're all done. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Rafe. Uh, what what's going on here, man? What's, how are you? What question? Number how one. are you making food dookie flavored? <laughs> how do you? Are you know just eating poop? Like... I don't get what's happening. All right. Well, I mean, you know, you know how. No, I don't know. I'm trying to dig in my brain of something creative I could suggest, but I don't even think that. Well, if you don't okay. want to go all the way, I guess this is halfway. <laughs> like I guess how they make like the fake poop at Spencer's. Like there's ways to. Well, you know how they and... make like the the. Beyond meats taste like actual beef. Right. They can do anything. Oh, right. well, maybe they it is Beyond anything. Meat. That's probably what this is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is this what all Beyond right. Meat tastes like? Yes, on? this is exactly what I promise what it, it doesn't. <laughs> so this uh, chef of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, a couple, there's a couple names here. This made me burst out laughing. So this uh, uninspired chef uh, uh -huh. wants to create a 10-course meal with... Courses that taste like human waste. And roadkill. <laughs> and smell like roadkill. Nice. Mm. And there's a special ice cream that I think well, we can I all know, imagine I don't know what's what that in is. that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, who who would answer this ad? Who would answer this ad? Starving person? Gigi Allen would answer this ad. Uh, you pulled that Gigi Allen. I know. I do but have musical knowledge. Name Two first names. Who's seven that? I look. Who's that? Oh, he's he's like a hardcore like he used punk. to smear poop on himself and cut himself to, on stage. Yeah, tried to kill one himself of, on stage. I think he did wind up killing himself. I think you're right. Eventually. No, look, I cave under pressure. All right, that was my problem earlier. I promise that they're in here. Okay. I'm a disgrace. Uh, names. <laughs> okay. Bobby Slay, Bobby with an I E, because this is a gal. Don't forget. It we is a, a lot, it is a woman. Oh, that's right. A lot of people with man names. Uh, let's see. We got Julia Wild instead uh -huh. of Julia Child. Also, Puglia Child. Uh -huh. Love that. Scat Von D, which <laughs> I think we may have used before. Yeah, we have. And plus, she's a tattoo artist, so. Uh, Pula Dean. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I think this is it. And I think the chat room also agrees that Scatatui is probably. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> uh, spell that for me. Uh, S C A T A T O U I L L E. S. C-A-T. I'll, I'll put it up there for you. That's one of the best names. That's that's good. Yeah, that's really good. S-C-A-T-I. <clears throat> Scatta. Like, right, like a disc. I'll from here. I'll make sure I get it right. A Scatta. T-O-U-I-L-E. Okay. Yep. L-L-I. L-L-I-L-L-E. -L -L -E. Okay, got it. Scatatui. <laughs> that's ridiculous. All right, that is uh, ad number one. Uh, ad number two, here's Learn coming at you. Retired man for anyone, 68 years old, Toronto. I've always been a bit of a freak, but now that I'm retired, I've become so spiritless and disinterested in life that I've gotten really into some weird stuff online and chat rooms. Everyone seems to have a picture to go along with their postings, and I feel like I can't fully get into anything without a good pro picture. I just got a smartphone and a good smart camera with a data card looking for someone to come to my apartment to take sexy pictures of me. 
I want to go and above and beyond the normal penis pictures I always see. I can get into twisted up positions. I'm very flexible for almost a 70 year old man. I would love a shot of me on all fours from behind and me looking over my shoulder. That, that is so sexy. I have a very large member, so let's let it shine like it should. <laughs> Eight and a quarter inches uncut, Damn. dot, 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 gorgeous. You'll get copies of all the best pictures for your personal collection. Must be into photography and hairless male bodies. I have an open schedule. I'm available 90% of afternoons and nights. Let's chat soon. <laughs> wow. wow. I have so much going so on cool, in my brain man. right now. Because you're picturing a 70-year-old guy on his hands and with knees. With a very shiny back. wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back over his shoulder, huh? Yeah. Huh. Uh, Rafe, thoughts? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I didn't hear anything wrong with any of that. Yeah. Just sounded like a guy who found himself. How cool is it? He's giving you a free picture, though, for your collection. Hey, great. Well, That's how, awesome. I love it at the beginning of this. He's kind of getting personal, like, you know, real honest. Like, I've, I've become so spiritless and disinterested in life that I've really gotten into some weird stuff online. Yeah. He's just putting it out there. I'll be honest. I was picturing in my mind what it 70-year-old balls would look like on all fours from behind, and I'm oh, like, on the I think you're going to be on all sixes, buddy. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> all right, names for this guy. We got Pick Flair, Pick uh -huh. James, uh, Pick Moranis, Picky Martin. I think Picky Bobby is pretty good. Oh, Picky Bobby. Is that, oh, is that a Ricky that Bobby? Good. Nice Picky Bobby. P-I-C-K-Y? Uh, yeah, P-I-C-K-Y, uh, B-O-B. BBY. Mm, good enough for me. Picky Bobby. Okay. And finally, ad number three, learn coming at you. Troll, man for man, 43, Vancouver. I was a kid in the 90s. Maybe you were too. I'm looking for someone to dress up as a troll with me and play as if we were these fantasy creatures. If you don't have long hair that we can tease up, then we'll need wigs. I grow my hair long and I will be putting it up. You can pick the color of my hair if you want. One request, don't pick orange. I also have big jewels for our belly buttons. Don't worry about that detail. As you remember, we don't need pants. Don't be pale and please, please make sure that you shave all of your pubic hair off. This is important. I wanna be as accurate as possible. One wrong thing can take me out of the game. Once we get dressed up as trolls, we'll Joe, wait about an hour or two, and then power F. It should also be noted that I that we will not be talking. Troll dolls made no noise in the 90s. I don't care if you're a top or a bottom or both. Also, I am not using, I'm not into using lubricants. Thanks. Okay. Huh. Simple fantasy uh, dress up uh, kind of thing going on here. We've We've seen these types before, not with the trolls. Huh. Everybody knows the troll dolls with the fuzzy. The big there was hair. a movie. There yeah, was a yeah, movie yeah. or two movies. Yeah. Based on those old dolls, but uh, yeah, I remember the the mid to late '90s. All the girls had troll dolls. Troll dolls on their on their desks. Yeah, and they just, they were naked and they had just little jewels in their belly buttons. I don't know about the jewels part. I don't remember that. I don't remember that feature of the mm. troll doll. But uh, yeah, thoughts anybody? Interesting. <laughs> I thought that was going a whole different way at first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? 
I was thinking about the movie Troll from the 90s when you said the 90s. Oh, and that thing, that oh. freaked me out. I used to watch that on KPLR 11 where the vines were Troll 2, actually. And the vines would grow all over this apartment yeah. building. This little creepy dude. <laughs> was that... Was Jennifer Aniston in that? That was, nah, Leprechaun. That was Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Same actor. <laughs> ah. Ah. Leprechaun uh, and Trolls. Damn. That's a weird one. All right, well, let's get some names for uh, this guy. Okay, we have uh, Polo, a sense troll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Dave Troll. You know, little, I love uh, it. Uh, troll. A Jethro Troll. That's good. Uh, J.R.R. Trollkin. Steven Trollbear. I have a good one. I created myself. God. What oh. you got? McTrolly Pokin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Trolling, trolling, <laughs> trolling Stones. Uh, Dave Troll. Oh, yeah, I already did one. Uh, Gary Trollman. Shave Troll. I mean, there's plenty to choose from. Uh, I, I oh, Shave Troll's pretty good. Yeah. But Dave, how about Dave Troll? Dave, Dave Troll's Dave fun. Troll. Mm-hmm. All right, Dave Troll it is. And there you go. There are your three freaks. So, if you would please activate the voting for this week's Craigslist Freak of the Week. We got ad number one, which is Scatatouille. Oh my gosh, this is a woman looking for a man. She's 48 years old. She is now uninspired with traditional meals, so she wants to cook something that feels, tastes, and has texture of human waste. That's right. There's also going to be a course that smells like roadkill. It's not for the weak stomach. You got to be chubby and look like you like food. There's a dress code that's (laughs) not going to be much. Okay. Is that Scatatouille? Want to try my special ice cream? Nobody does. Uh, then you got Picky Bobby. Picky Bobby is a 68-year-old guy in Toronto that uh, he wants to keep up in the chat rooms with a cool avatar picture of him naked on all fours looking over his shoulder. He needs a photographer. And he just heard from uh, Dave Troll. All right. So you got to endorse one of these freaks. Learn. Who's it going to be? Picky Bobby. Just hands down. Can't get out of my oh. head now. This seven-year-old man looking at me from behind. So you've never been more wrong in your whole life. What? This is the most, I mean, of nine years of doing this, this might be one of the most obvious, clear-cut winners I've ever seen in any competition ever. That gal is cooking meals to represent human waste. Yeah, but it's not... So I'm going to put you down for Scatatouille. (laughs) Scatatouille takes this gold medal with no competitors. Uh, Rafe, uh, arguments about that? Hmm... I don't know. I'm not going to go with Picky Bobby just because he didn't ask for anything sexual. Mm. So he didn't go that extra mile for me for Freak of the Week. But uh, the troll stuff is kind of odd, man. Like wanting to like rubber duck it, cube free <laughs> from the waist down is kind of a weird. And then tease your hair up and run around. <laughs> I just a lot going on. <laughs> How's that end? By the way, yeah. Also, like how he doesn't want you to pick the orange hair. Like a ima- yeah. yeah like why? But also, like just imagine you're walking through the forest and you see two people. <laughs> I was imagining like stumbling upon this and being like, "What is happening right now?" But uh, I don't know. It's hard. No, it's not. It's it is hard. <laughs> you guys are crazy. What about the choices? No way. Well, I think it's gross, but I don't know if it's freaky. The only freaky thing that doo-doo lady said was that she wanted dessert, no condom. Now that, <laughs> well, don't, that added on. Yeah, don't forget the last. Listen, what's, what's I know the last we're, part? Supp- we're supposed to take this ad for what's in the ad. We're not supposed to, like, you know, use our imagination or surmise anything, right? I mean, that's kind of like a rule, you know, just so we can have a standard, like some bookends. Okay. But she ended with, want to try my special ice cream after all this. So, I mean, and again, with your, your, your mention of the, uh, the dessert... 
We don't have to get. We know which this is. Well, you see what's happening here? This is the winner. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, right. I don't get it. I'll do Scatatouille <laughs> to keep him from losing his board. <laughs> I don't get it, guys. Like, come on, man. Dude, uh, I, the one that stuck out in my mind is just the guy on all fours. I you just, can't get that out of your head. I can't get it out of my head. Take a picture. I, I, to Do me, you I, even want it out of your head? No, to me, I'm going, there's no way that that's real. That first freak. You know what I'm saying? Like, dead roadkill. Somebody's going to answer that ad. Number two, the guy's answering <laughs> that. Know. Somebody's answering that. Hey, Chef Will's made us some interesting stuff. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, taking this for what it is, I mean... So this this chef had to have done research in order to come up with the perfect blends of herbs and spices and whatever right. proteins right. to come up with the consistency and taste of human waste. Yeah, it's like you mix peanut fudge and corn, I think, something like that. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm, I'm going with the kernel. <laughs> Scott, a two-week. Scott? Well, I think anytime you sexualize a kid's toy, that's pretty weird, but sadly, yeah. it seems very common and our Freak of the Week. So I'm going for the unique one, and that's uh, the uh, uh, Scatatouille. Scatatouille. <laughs> that's a good name. Good job <laughs> on the great name today. All right, so it's up to you guys. Vote via Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show, Scatatouille, Piggy Bobby, or Dave Troll. We'll have the winner when we sign on tomorrow morning. Somebody in the chat room said the number three reminded them of Rafe. So I don't I don't know how you take that. What? Oh. The uh -huh. Troll? Yeah. <laughs> it is you don't have orange hair. Very insulting. <laughs> Pseudo show, traffic and weather. Are you ready to start a new life, a new career? Centric is a training program that gets you ready for a new career in technology in just four months. Not four years, four months. Now, if you just got out of the military, you're looking for a civilian job, or even just trying to figure out what to do next, Centric's got you. A lot of those skills you learned in the military will transfer to your new career in technology. Centric's classes also provide structure and a routine, which lead to a successful learning environment. 30% of Centric students are veterans. There's also instructors at Centric who served. You'll find camaraderie and a sense of community over there. You can use your GI Bill or VA benefits to fund your education. It's so easy. And Centric has dedicated and knowledgeable staff members helping you through the entire process. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. New programs starting all the time. Let's get going. It all starts with you going to centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. I will take a quick break. We'll come back and learn has your crap on celebrities. Chris Catan, you're listening to the Rizzuto. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Hi, this is Chris Catan. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So I got a buddy who lives in uh, San Diego, and uh, I guess Janet Jackson rolled through there last week. So, and then we talked about the sport. Man, we're asked to tip too many people. So Janet Jackson in San Diego, he went to the show with his girlfriend. And he wanted to buy a Janet Jackson t-shirt. So it was 60 bucks for a t-shirt. Which, okay, if you bought a concert t-shirt recently at one of these big shows, expensive. It's, ex it's expensive. Yeah, big time. 60 bucks, not for a hoodie. No. A t-shirt. That's not the problem, though. So he used his debit card to pay. Uh, the credit card thing, he asked how much he wanted to tip. 
And there wasn't a nun option. Right. There wasn't a nun option. Strange. On, yeah, isn't that weird? It is mm. very weird. And also, like, I, I mean, you go to any merch booth anywhere, normally there's a tip jar out. But, yeah, not having an option to back out of it. Well, and he wound up tipping 15%. Wow. For somebody who stood there and basically said, what shirt do you want? Right. Gosh. Well, there was no option for for none. Like, no tip. This is not a tippable thing. I. Well, when I was doing merch back in the day, we used to get tips all the time, which I thought was wild. So we made it at least fun. Like, we got so ridiculous where we had each member of the band, we made their own jar. And we said, vote for your favorite member. And people would do that instead of That's tipping. cool. Yeah, we'd make a few, oh, that's a few hundred a day just from that. But in reality, I'll take a large. Okay. Yeah, it's large. a very tough job, let me tell you. Here's money. You know, this job is so tough, you can do it anywhere in the world. Now, I know being a merch person for a band or even a comic is, it's more than just selling shirts. You're in charge of set up. inventory and setup and stuff like that. But is that a tippable job? No. As a former merch guy, zero. You do not need to tip a merch guy. So he it's says, nice. he goes, yeah, I left, you know, I left happy with the with the T-shirt, but it was like a delayed reaction. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Did, did I just tip 15% on a $60 shirt? Yeah, that's wild. Scott would have loved having that around. Yeah. <laughs> he always had all these different uh, clever tip jars because everybody had their big tip jars. He'd have this big giant, you know, pretzel bucket or something that said, my other tip jar is Jeep. Yes. Uh, yeah, that I mean, was Mark Rowe. They always yeah. had ridiculous things written on it. And I think these guys would collect good cash because they were fun. They were, yeah, we were that's splitting. a humorous thing. Yeah, Mark and I were splitting a couple hundred a day. It was nice. Well, you were also given an option to not tip. Yeah, but, but yeah, exactly. It, was, it wasn't, it was never. No. We made it silly. Never pressure, never. Expected because I I didn't make that much money, but I felt so guilty because you see the kids who come up and you're like this kid barely can afford to get the ticket, let alone a shirt, and now he wants to tip me. Yeah, you're already I getting gouged. Terrible. Well, I felt terrible at the time. Sometimes it's dad's money and it was or cheap mom's back money. then. Well, mom and dad are getting gouged then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six. I forget how much. I, the last time I bought a concert T-shirt was for uh, oh for the boy when we went to go see Jane's Addiction and mm. Smashing Bumpkins. He wanted to buy a, uh, a boy wanted a, uh, a zero. Yeah. Iconic. T-shirt. Cool. I was like, all right, man. Sweet. Got it. How much? 45 bucks. No way. We're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it said no. zero. No. But yeah, I thought that was wild. Dude, my daughter is heading to see Taylor Swift here. Not. You know, oh, up in Chicago? It'll be affordable, no, don't worry. No, this is Arrowhead, uh, Kansas City. And um, wow. she's I think she's pretty much banking on spending a few hundred dollars on merch. She's oh, like, yeah. we have to get there early because they always sell out before the gates yeah. are open and this mm-hmm. and that. And but at like, least with Taylor's merch, it's cool. Like, if you buy a shirt, you get a free cat. I'm so not, it's a good deal. I've been, tell, I've been asking her, you know, because she's almost driving age. We were talking about driving and practicing and everything. I was like, you saving up for whatever the heck it might be. Uh, you know, th- not not the car, but, uh, you know, something like that. And she's like, no, I've been saving up for Taylor Swift merch. Yeah, better get there early or you'll end up with that <clears throat> knockoff Tyler Swift shirt. <laughs> Don't look Good closely point. at the guy selling out, out of the back of his car. Yeah, in the parking lot. <laughs> Man, if there's somebody I'd imagine, because I've seen some interesting bootleg stuff at, at concerts. And yeah. it, it's so different city to city. So in the U.S., you know, somebody, like, is doing bootleg out there, they can call the police and phew, they're swept out of there pretty quick. You Usually. 
at a big place. I'd imagine Taylor Swift has some gnarly folks out there making sure nothing's. Oh, I bet they got under covers. Oh yeah, everywhere. I I bet you you couldn't do that for 15 seconds without getting tackled and arrested or something. But what's wild is in other countries, man, that stuff is so standard that they like. There was the the very first show we ever had in England. We were in London, and there was people out there, and. they were selling our shirts. They were selling the headliner shirts. They were selling everybody. It was the used that was headlining. They were selling the used shirts. And the used tour manager at the time, uh, it was his, uh, maybe his first time over in England as well. Uh, and he went out there and he was he 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 America'd him. He was like, "What are you doing?" And got in their face. They kicked this dude's ass so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is they, how we do it here. And they just kept making money. They definitely outsold the band. I mean, band hadn't even hit the stage yet. People were just piling in with used shirts yeah. on because they got them in the street. That's crazy. Like those smaller, guys, smaller size is really funny. Yeah, those guys will kick your ass. Yeah. All right, let's do crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. It is time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Well, we are not all at Bonnaroo right now, but if you want to stream it, sets from the Foo Fighters, Paramore, Cheryl Crow, Jenny Lewis, and more. They're going to be part of Hulu's streaming of Bonnaroo today through Sunday, so you can do that. Lots on of- Hulu. I have Hulu. Yes. Wow. You can go to Bonnaroo through Hulu. I could go to Bonnaroo from the comfort of my living room. Bonnahulu. Bonnahulu. Because going to Bonnaroo does not sound like a thing I would do. Okay. Did you, did you mention the headliners? Who, who am I watching for? You're watching uh, Foo Fighters. You're watching um, Jenny Lewis, Cheryl Crow, Marcus Mumford, Portugal the Man. Okay. Uh, not impressed? Oh, no. This yeah, is, that's great. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. this, um, that's your thing. Yeah. Okay. That'd be awesome. Uh, Demi Lovato is back to calling herself she, her, in addition to they, them. She says, quote, it was absolutely exhausting, but for whatever reason, I know that it's important to continue spreading the word. I face this every day, for example, in public toilets, having to access the women's bathroom, even though I don't completely identify with it. It also happens when filing out forms, such as government documents. You only have two options, male and or female. And I feel like none of that makes sense to me. She, they hopes that with time there will be more options for people who are non-binary like she is. So she, they? She, they. But you can also say... Wait. So she, so if you remember, I believe it was last year. Don't confuse Scott, man. Demi Lovato came out as non-binary, explained to the world. Right. They, them. They, them. Okay. And then I guess... Which I changed that on my phone, just so you know. Okay. And so people were really confused by it, obviously. It's hard for people to grasp. Then, when now she's she, back to they, she. she's saying, okay, I, I do, am identifying as she, but also still they. Okay, good, because I refer to Demi Lovato a lot. You guys know that, yes. so I'm glad we're all on the, <laughs> I'm glad we're all on the same page here. Thank you. Stephen Colbert has extended his late show contract with CBS through 2026. He has hosted since 2015, and the late show has been airing reruns since May 2nd because of the writer's strike. Yeah, that's still going on, the writer's strike. Yeah, it's going like, in seventh week. Like, there, there has not been any new late-night shows in seven weeks. Right. I miss Ooh, John nice. Oliver and Bill Maher Are there, and SNL. And, I was listening to, to Bill Maher the other day. Is he doing his podcast He's doing still? his podcast. Okay. And uh, he's like, listen, <laughs> Both sides know the numbers they want. This is just a charade. Mm. Just get in the room and let's hash this out. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes, uh, like, the governor will get involved. Because basically Hollywood shut down, right? 
Yeah, yeah. This Hollywood is, is a big generator. Machine, machine, I mean, money machine. A big money machine for the state of California. I don't understand why the governor hasn't gotten involved in getting the sides together. Because his writer is on strike. Oh, damn it. Did yeah. Bill say if there was any timeline in his guess or whatever? No, he didn't He didn't say it, but he goes, yeah. like, both sides know what they what exactly they're going to give and what they're going to take. Well, they need to hurry because this is my year to get in a feature film, and this mm. is kind of right. ruining that. This is, yeah. I don't know what they're thinking, jerks. New study says Panic at the Disco and Linkin Park are the bands most likely to make their fans feel sadness, which I thought was interesting. Panic. When you think of, okay, I'm, I'm sad. I want to listen to a band I like. Like, I go to Alice in Chains. See, when I, yeah, I, I agree with Panic at the Disco. I do feel sad every time Panic at the Disco is played <laughs> in my presence. Because you're just so upset about it? Because <laughs> I just don't like them. Ah. Linkin Park Get again. Nirvana and Metallica tied for third as saddest bands. Wow. I know. Hmm. Nirvana and Metallica. I mean, I can understand some associations just because, you know, the lyrical content, what they're representing with, with Linkin Park, but Metallica and Nirvana. <clears throat> sadness? I, I mean, get sadness more from Nirvana. philosophical than anything. Like deep sadness. Like you can kind of hear. This is pain, man. This is Longing. pain. Yeah. Mm. This is pain. Hmm. Twitter is being sued for $250 million by the National Music Publishers Association for Copyright Infringement. The federal suit included 17 music publishers with heavy hitters, Warner, Universal, and Sony as part of the group. The legal filings accused Twitter of not licensing and paying for the music on the social media site. Oh, they can just use all the money they made from Blue Check mm. or whatever the heck that oh, was. Oh, yeah. Eight bucks a month. Still a thing? Yeah. Still a thing. And the, You got you, many Blue Checks in your timeline? The users are down. I don't, I don't use Twitter. Write me a Twitter? Blue Check. Yeah. I tag you on Twitter all the time. You're not using Twitter. Uh, I'm on there. Oh. I'm on there. I just took a break. Okay. Took a break. It's, a, it's on there. Um, new music out if you care. Uh, Video-wise, Greta Van Fleet shared a video for Farewell for Now from Starcatcher, which is due out July 21st. Queens of the Stone Age, they've shared one more track from In Time's New Roman, which will be released, which is released on Friday. Uh, Paper Machete is on YouTube. And 30 Seconds to Mars have shared another track from It's the End of the World, But It's a Beautiful Day, which will be out September 15th. There's a lyric video for Life is Beautiful, which is, Life is Beautiful. Wasn't that already a 30 Seconds to Mars song title? Yes. Life is beautiful. I don't know if this is a sequel or a remix, but it's on YouTube. Um, Bill Cosby is facing more legal troubles yesterday. A new sexual assault lawsuit on behalf of nine women was filed in Nevada. Uh, the suit said Cosby used enormous power, fame, and prestige to take advantage of the plaintiffs. And this lawsuit comes weeks after the state uh, passed to eliminate the statute of limitations for civil cases. And that's why we're hearing about mm. it now. The 85-year-old Cosby was convicted of a criminal sexual assault charge in 2018, but the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned the ruling in 2021. Cosby was released from jail three years later. They overturned it because of some weird technicality, right? Yeah, that's right. Weird technicality. Something uh, one of the lawyers did, right? I don't know. I don't remember. Didn't use was... the right ink or something? It was something like out there. Silly. It was something where, like, you know, his team had to uh, find it and go, oh. Yeah, it was... I do, I do want to say like a clerical error of some kind, hmm. like using evidence that they shouldn't have used. Uh, to convict they had, him? Yeah, they had hmm. to throw the whole thing out. Dang. Well, he could be going back, so. Uh, and finally, you ever think about what you would have for your last meal? Yeah, we've talked about it a time or two on here. Well, um, but it's changed, too. I think yours, I remember years ago was... Everything. Yeah. I want you just a bit of everything. Everything, yeah, everything Italian. Everything. <laughs> if it comes off an Italian menu, I'll take it. Everything. 
Well, Loudwire.com, they put together a list of 10 rock stars and the last thing that they reportedly ate Whoa. Oh, before they died. Uh, so like Jim Morrison of The Doors, he, had a, um, he was at a Chinese restaurant in Paris. He had a sweet and sour dish and plenty of beers mm-hmm. before he was found dead in a bathtub in his apartment Allegedly. There. Allegedly. Jerry Garcia from The Grateful Dead, he ate at an Italian restaurant with his wife, and then he died. That's it. Uh, Freddie Mercury, spare ribs, but according to another report, his partner tried feeding him mango as he was lying down right before he passed away in 1991. Kurt Cobain just had cigarettes and Barks root beer before he died. Jimi Hendrix, a tuna fish sandwich that was made by his girlfriend. Ooh. Elvis Presley, four scoops of ice cream and six chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Wash that down with uh, 45 pain pills. Well, who was that? That was Elvis. Elvis. S- six chocolate chip cookies? Four scoops of ice cream. Is it true and that he took cookies. so many pain pills and he was so backed up he was straining by going to the bathroom? That's why he had a heart attack. Yeah, he died on the toilet, right? Right, because like you know the pain pills, they uh, also back you. Yeah, they back you up. Oh yeah. So apparently he was trying to poop so bad and so pushing so hard that he had a heart attack. I, heard. I didn't know about the cookies. And that's your crap on celebrities. This, well, that list makes me scared to eat. I think I'm done eating. Are you done eating? Yeah, that All way right. I don't have to die. Celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Tim Lincecum, the former Giants and Angels pitcher who won two National League Cy Young Awards in his first two seasons in the majors. He's 39. Neil Patrick Harris, MPH himself, is 50. Leah Remini Whoa. is 53. Ice Cube is 54. Courtney Cox, 59. Helen Hunt, 60 years old. Jim Belushi is 69. Steve Walsh, that is the Kansas lead singer, he's 72. And Russell Hitchcock, which is one half of Air Supply. Air Supply known for Even the Nights Are Better. And here I am. I'm a lot of love. And the yeah, the one that you love. Uh, Russell Russell Hitchcock is 74 years old. Uh, Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is this famous one. She ran for governor, Mary Carey. Mary Carey? Mary Carey? Uh-uh. No. She ran for California governor. She what, was what on... Uh, it was that wacky year where everybody ran. Like, Gary Coleman ran. Uh, Arnold, probably. Uh, Mary Carey has been in 147 fine films, including Best Breasts in the Biz, <laughs> Boobsville Sorority Girls, a movie called Carpet Patrol, Sorority Porn Hab with Dr. Screw, Double Airbags 11, Liquid Gold 9, New Wave Hooker 7, Things Mommy Taught Me 4, and Who Could Forget a Role, and 2004's Stormy and Her Horny Friends. Mary Carey is 43 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your happy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. You remember when she ran for governor? Nobody else? Nah. Uh, There's been a few interesting characters like that that's done that. There was one, was it the recall election of somebody? It was a recall election of one of the California governors and, like, everybody. It was, yes, 2021 Governor Newsom. It says here that she uh, she threw her hat in the, then as well. It was before. It was before. Oh, three. Then. Oh, three. Yeah. The movie oh. Predator had three future governors in it. Huh. Wow. Ventura, Schwarzenegger. And Billy, Sonny Landham, ran for governor of Tennessee. He may not have won, actually. I don't think he That's won. That's crazy, though. Three gubernatorial candidates. Hey, this is Kevin Nealon, and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. So, uh, Cardinal's looking great, huh? Awesome. Looking good. Yeah, awesome. Uh, next stop, World Series. <gasps> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do you got? I'll start with the Cardinals, then. The Cardinals about to close it out. Maybe get a win. Yeah, it's right there. The Giants outfielder 
Uh, what's your name? With the name, I, I don't even. It's Yastrzemski, and I'll, I'll let me. Yeah, whatever. Let me, uh, let me play what happened with, with how many strikes? Two strikes. It's two and two. Down to the last strike, Cardinals. We got it. Finally, win a game. Yes, high drive, deep right field. It is gone. He's tied the game. Yep. Yeah. Good job. It's like forty thousand people going. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding. Forty thousand people taking both hands and going, man. Yeah. So it gave the this Giants team gave snatched the, defeat from the jaws of victory. Yeah, dude, it gave the Giants an opening. Then Steven Matz demoted from the rotation to the bullpen earlier this season. Then he allows three runs in the tenth as the Cardinals lose their fifth consecutive game, eight to five, swept by the Giants in a three-game set at Busch Stadium. The Cardinals now 27 and 42 have now lost 12 of the last 15. Wow. They entered today last place in the National League Central Division. They've fallen to 15 games below 500. This is a low point for them in this season. Well, and you want to hear the f- this Dogs bad? Come. Sorry. I wonder if they've ever been this bad in the history of the- I don't know, but here's here's the final call of that game, and just listen to the dejection of the announcers. Walker to right field, and Conforto's there to make the catch. Pretty cool. I mean, that was... I don't know what call that was. It's just his final call. I thought it would have been the uh, chip carrier. I think Ricky Horton was calling on the radio side. But ah. Chip already left. Cardinals. You got to trust me. They were pretty dejected. Were they? <laughs> yes. They I were. don't blame them. What did Polo say? Car- I yeah. haven't talked to Polo. He said, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he They got a day off today and then 11 days on the road, including that weekend series uh, in New York against the Mets following a series. <clears throat> Followed by a series against the Nationals in Washington, D.C. And then that trip to London where they're going to play the Cubs in England's London Stadium as part of that MLB London series. That happens June 24th and uh, 25th. Ooh, 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 ooh. Tommy Edmond did have a grand slam, though. He did. And did yeah. That was a bright spot for the uh, for the game yesterday. But, man, people are calling for Ali Marmol's head. Speaking of bright spot, this made me laugh this morning after I got all depressed with the Cardinal stuff. Uh, you guys saw the um, the Denver Nuggets. They, they won the championship. Yep. And uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, or uh, sorry, Jokic, uh, that guy was the MVP. I mean, absolute just stunner. This dude is so good. They call him the Joker. He has been uh, great climbing the, the ladder these last couple of years. This guy, he's uh, Serbian-born. You know, he's from Serbia. He's seven foot tall. Fan favorite. He was a little less emotional. There are memes and videos of this guy. You got to look it up. Super funny. You know, people are spraying champagne. He's like over in the corner just holding the can. What did you hear him in the press conference at the yes. end of the game? So they interviewed him right well, they interviewed him right on the uh on the um on the court right afterwards. And by the way, he was the MVP of of the series. So that comes with that big golden trophy, you know. Like <laughs> they interviewed him and they said, um <laughs> they said, uh, are you uh, are you excited? And he says, No, I need to go home. Um so imagine this. He's at a presser. He's at the desk. Somebody's asking him, like, hey, are you looking forward to the parade? During that, he turns immediately. Here's about this parade. You can tell he doesn't want to be there. He, 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 he looks over to his handler and says, when is the parade? When is the parade? And they go Thursday. And he goes, oh, no, I need to go home. No, he's like, he doesn't want to be there. He just wants to get out of here. He was shaking his head. He said, it's not everything in the world. Uh, When he was talking about playing basketball, he said, there's a bunch of things that I like, that I like to do. He even went on to imply that perhaps he doesn't even enjoy basketball at all. Uh, He said, nobody likes his job. Maybe they do, but they're lying. Then, remember, he gets this this trophy. He lost the trophy on the first day. 
Lost it. Lost it. He said he put it with the uh, the equipment manager in some room because they were interviewing him again. They said, this is the first time we've ever interviewed an NBA MVP, the finals MVP, and he didn't bring the trophy. And he goes, oh, yeah, I, I, don't, know. I don't know where it is. <laughs> He's yeah. like, Do you think that's like humble bragging? No, no, no. I don't think this guy lethargic. It's he like, put he puts on a show on the court, and that's what he cares about. And he he's he's like, this is what I'm good at, but this is not what I like to do. That's yeah. war. And I want to go home. He's Serbia, like, yeah. yeah. He grew up he, bigger problems. He just, yeah, yeah, it's true. He wants to go home. I'll put all the stuff up on the blog. You got to see it. It's it's, it's pretty. What's home? Where's home? Serbia. Serbia. Okay. I just um, wanted to show oh. it wasn't like the suburbs of Denver. No, and I, you know what? And I and I read a, a different article that suggested uh, he wants to get home because there's some horse race or something that he wants to be at on Sunday, and he just wants to go home and be with his family. Yeah, if and the watch parade's on Thursday, race. you'll be home by Sunday. Either way, he wants to get out of here. Uh, soon reunited in the Southeastern Conference, Missouri and Oklahoma will meet on the football field next year in Columbia. As part of the eight-game conference schedule of 2024, the Tigers are going to host Oklahoma. I mean, this is going to be big. Oklahoma, Arkansas, Auburn, and Vanderbilt, and they're going to play on the road games in Alabama, Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Texas A&M, the, the league announced yesterday. Dates will be announced at a later time. We'll put up the link up on the blog to where you can find that stuff, but that is big news. Also, there's been some changes at matches in the CONCACAF Gold Cup matches at City Park, so if you're a ticket holder, you're going to want to check this out. Nicaragua was kicked out of the tournament for using an ineligible player in eight games. So Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago are going to take his place. We'll put up all the information about that tournament up on the blog as well. I'm Moon, and that's your sports because Joe Boo needs a refill. Thank you. Well, that is it for us. Uh, Donnie Fandango is next. A uh, quick reminder, uh, tonight... Yes. Go see our buddy Ray Williams at Helium Comedy Club. Nice. Yep. I will be at Helium Comedy Club with Kyle Kinane all weekend, starting tonight. I think he's the best working comedian, pound for pound, we got working today. So oh. if you don't want to see me, you should see him for sure. So Kyle Kinane tonight, tomorrow, Saturday's show on Sunday? Nope. Just two, two Friday, two Saturday. A two so Friday, two all Saturday. In. Uh, oh, and tonight. tonight and tonight, Thursday. 8 o'clock. Tonight's Thursday. Uh, he'll be in tomorrow with us. Yep, Hang he's out. coming in tomorrow. Kyle Kinane. Go see Rafe open up for Kyle tonight at Helium Comedy Club. Today's Pappy's Recappy. Brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse. Celebrating 15 years locally owned but world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and the Mid-Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Everything we covered on the show today, sports. Uh, Jokic lost the uh, MVP the, the NBA Finals MVP trophy within the first day. You got to read about that story. Crap on Celebrities will uh, learn, told us how we can watch Bonnaroo live. Yes, with most likely a Can't streaming. Can't wait to not do that. A streaming service that you already have. Riz News. Americans say they need about $2.2 million to consider themselves rich. See how you fare in comparison to the average American. And um, we got a great video of uh, Americans in the 80s showing their insane reactions to new laws banning drinking and driving. Not being drunk while driving, but just actually cracking open a beer. and While driving. Yeah, while, drinking while driving. While while driving. driving. Um, so <laughs> Lerner and I, just before the break, or just before we, we came back here on air, we're comparing our heart rates for the day. And there is a noticeable spike at two or three different points. Right. <laughs> and that was uh, directly correlated with Do It Bitch. Our, our, I think I went from 57 to 96 heart rate, and you went up to 130. I got up to 130, yeah, out of nowhere, standing. <laughs> Find out why uh, or when uh, by checking out the podcast, all podcast directories, uh, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify even, everywhere. And the title you're looking for today is I Can Feel the Welt. Mm. Somebody got shot again. Also, don't forget to uh, listen to the Craigslist Freak of the Week, which oh, yes. uh, three vote. brand new ads for you. Vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. We'll have the winner tomorrow morning when we uh, sign on.
All right, anything else, ladies and gentlemen? No. Yes, Soccer 101 podcast. We interviewed Coach Bradley Carnell of your St. Louis Whoa. City SC. That will be coming out in just about an hour or two this afternoon. Um, incredible interview. Talked to him for uh, probably a little bit over a half an hour. We talked all about stuff, including Messi coming to the MLS, uh, everything that he has done as a coach here in St. Louis, how he feels, uh, who, who, you know, basically their friendly competition and how – you know, each player had a lot to prove and how it's actually very, very competitive on the training grounds to see who's going to who's going to play, who's going to sub, who's going to who's going to start. And we even found out who the best ping pong player was. Wow. Okay. Wow. wow. Soccer 101 podcast with yes. Moon and Michelle Smallman. Uh, look for that in your uh, in your feed. Skate right. boys. Subscribe to that. Yes, nope. please subscribe, please. All right. Anything else? No. Good. No, good. That's good. It, we're good. All right. We'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Bethalto, Illinois, Tom Ballard is our The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.